The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. So after 10 weeks, here we are. Welcome to the playoffs. Now check your ego at the door, leave that regular season record behind, because from this moment on, it doesn't matter what you did. Because the slate is clean, but the stakes? The stakes are higher. The road to a district championship requires more. It requires you to push harder, move faster, and play smarter. It requires every ounce of heart you have. It requires you to sacrifice for something bigger than yourself. It requires that student section to be louder than they ever have been before. And it requires you to defend your home field or ruin someone else's. Because this is the playoffs, and the playoffs are a whole new challenge. So are you ready? The Marple Newtown Tigers are ready. Ready for a rematch. Ready to go further. Ready for the jungle to roar in that student section. And ready to make a run at a district championship. So welcome to the playoffs. Welcome to the District 1 playoffs. Carmen Cristiano will pick it up at the 50. He gets a running start. He's going to bounce off one tackler. He's going to make a move. He's down the sidelines. He's going to find his way into the end zone. What a job by Carmen Cristiano. Man, hand off the Fowlers, cutting it back on the near side. And he is off to the races. 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 10, 5. Touchdown, Tigers. There goes the ghost. Doctor's in the shotgun. Trips to the far side. He's going to roll. It's going to be up. It's going to be intercepted by Dino DiCamello. Pistol formation. It's going to be a handoff to Abel Hoff off the left side. Chopping his feet. He finds the corner. He's going to be in for a Tiger touchdown from 20 yards out. Off the one-yard line, Hale Eddie under center. He's going to take that quarterback sneak. He's going to drive his legs. Tigers get on the board to go back in this one. It's going to be Pale Eddie shotgun formation. Three wide out spread. Hoff in the backfield. It's going to be a handoff to Hoff going off the far side. He's trying to get away from Santina. And he dives into the end zone. Touchdown, Marple Newtown! Paoletti's going to take the snap, and he's going to run to the outside, and he is just going to heave it to the end zone, and Marcus Weathers comes down with it for a Tiger touchdown. Three wide receivers set. McDermott looking down the field. McEwen lays and is intercepted by the Tigers going down the sideline. And he is going to be tackled at the 43-yard line. Steve, who intercepted that? Did you see? That is number 86, Ryan Schneider. What a...
Well, and he comes out rolling down the sideline, has a touchdown in the corner for Abel Hoff. That's going to be a play action as McDermott's looking down the field. It is intercepted. None other than Carmen Christiana. He is having himself a ball game. Doctor's going to roll out. He's going to be pressured. He's going to roll in the pocket. And coming up for his seventh sack of the season is Noah Turner. This is the Tigers Radio Network. And you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the 2016 District 1 Football Playoffs is brought to you by the Advanced Chiropractic Center, Berman's Medical Supplies, Century 21 Alliance's Sandra McCulley, the Delaware County Daily Times, DZO Mechanical, the Rothman Institute, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Calling tonight's game from high atop the 50-yard line, here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, Larry O'Connor, and Jim Olsman. Last week was a game for the ages as Marple Newtown hung on to a 38-37 win over Westchester East in double overtime. With the win, this 2016 team will go down in the record books as one of the winningest seasons in program history with an 11-1 record. Now the three-seeded Tigers return to the PIAA District 1 5A semifinal for the second consecutive year. They will travel to number two Academy Park to face the reigning District 1 champions. The Knights have won 21 straight at home and are currently hungry for more. Good evening and welcome to Knight Park, located on the campus of Academy Park High School in Sharon Hill, Pennsylvania for tonight's PIAA District 1 5A semifinal matchup between the Academy Park Knights and your Marple Newtown Tigers. Junior quarterback Anthony Paoletti left it all on the field a week ago, playing through injury to propel the Tigers to a victory. He tossed a pair of touchdowns to Cameron Mathis and Dash Dolgarian. The Knights, on the other hand, have a lethal rushing attack with a two-headed monster in Dazon Miller and Teddy Wright. The duo helped pr- generate 416 yards of total offense in a 26-13 victory against Bishop Shanahan. Both offenses have plenty of firepower to light up the scoreboard tonight. I'm alongside color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima, and executive producer Jim Alsman. I'm Dave DePasco, and we are live for this PIAA District 1 5A semifinal matchup outside in the visiting in the home stands for Marple Newtown. But first, Steve, this is the second consecutive season that Emmon has reached the semifinals with a year of experience under the belt. They know what it takes to come out of Sharon Hill with a W. Dave, great to be here. Great atmosphere here at Academy Park. But you're right, Marple Newtown, a year under the belt with experience. Back-to-back year semifinals. This time it's in the 5A uh, class. And Marple Newtown is at practice all week with them. Saw them pregame on the field. They are ready to go. But so is Academy Park. As you said, 21 straight home games. They're District 3A defending champions. Two district titles in three years. Coach Kroszewski got his program mm-hmm. rolling over there, over here in Sharon Hill. It's going to be a great matchup tonight. And they always have athletes, it appears, Steve, because all the time they have a running back, they have a playmaker on the edge that can always find the end zone. have two players you specifically have to keep an eye on for Academy Park, and those are the running backs, Teddy Wright and Dazon Miller. Yeah, talked about their win last week against Bishop Shanahan at home, 26-13. Those two guys carried the load. Teddy Wright, 
129 yards and a touchdown. And then Dejon Miller, 128 yards and a touchdown. These two guys, that, that's their offense. The offense runs through those two guys. Taylor Moore's at quarterback. If he needs a third, he will. He was 6 for 8 for 128 yards. And he had a big touchdown right before the end of the half last week to propel um, Academy Park to that victory against Bishop Shanahan. And just an idea, Miller on the season has rushed for over 1,700 yards, 19 touchdowns. Wright, on the other hand, has 130 carries. He's over 1,000 with 10 touchdowns. So majority of the production on offense comes from these two, 29 total touchdowns. Yeah, if you look at their offense on film, you go to a game, there are same formations as Marvin Newtown. It's a spread offense, but they run it inside zone read. They run jet. Mm-hmm. They try to get their playmakers the ball, and they're going to keep doing that tonight. They've been doing it all year long. Uh, Miller is ninth in southeastern PA in rushing, so <laughs> when he gets going, he can get going, and they have a big offensive line up front. One of their guys, Chris Thomas, making his 50th start. That's unheard of. In high in school college, athletics, right? college athletics, but high school athletics, but just because – uh, County Park's always deep into the playoffs. He's his 50th career start tonight, so he has a lot of experience up front. And Marple Newtown's D-line, which has been excellent all year long, has mm-hmm. to have their best game tonight. All-time, 10-12 in favor of the Knights. They last played Academy Park in 2014. They lost 19-14. It was actually Coach Gicking's first game as a head coach, and his running back in Adrian Sapness went for 250 so- 257 yards and a pair of touchdowns. Yeah, Cushing took over about five months before that in, in March. Came in tonight, or came in that night in uh, 2014. Gets his, again defending district champs that year, um, Academy Park, and they hung with them. It was a seven point game at half, and they ended up losing by five, 19-14. But Marple Newtown, I mean, it's a different team. So is Academy Park. I mean, that was two years ago. Both completely different teams, and they're playing their best football right now. Eric. This entire crew is out in the elements with you. Guys, hey, there here we, go. we are. All right. Yeah, I'm looking forward to tonight. Should be a great game of two heavyweights in Delco between Academy Park and our Marple Newtown Tigers. Looking forward to two. You got two good defenses tonight. And uh, I think whichever offense is a little bit better is going to win this game because we know how good both defenses are. So whoever wants to run the ball a little bit better, we know Marlin's been pretty hot. Marple. Academy Park has a you know, two-headed monster and Dejon Miller and uh, Teddy Wright. So whoever wants to run the ball tonight, I think is going to have the edge. I couldn't agree more, but I think Marple Newtown is going to rely on the arm of number three, Anthony Paoletti tonight. He's going to look to get his playmakers involved. Last week, the player to game without a doubt, Cameron Mathis, six catches, 138 yards, a touchdown, a long of 47 to get Marple Newtown back in it. There's going to be some good matchups on the outside, Dave. You said Cameron Cameron Mathis and Dash Dolgarin on the outside, but they're going against a very good cornerback in Jamal Martin. Six interceptions this season, one of the leaders in Delco. He had a big one last week against Bishop Shanahan. So it's going to be fun to watch on the outside. Let's see who can win that battle. Now, you were talking about the defensive front earlier. Marple Newtown, everyone's been talking about Cooper Moss. Cooper Moss has... 10 sacks, 32 tackles for loss, 69 tackles, which leads a team. But another guy that's come on as of late has been Kyle Topin. He's been that edge rusher to compliment Moss in the middle. Yeah, I mean, those guys, as you said, those four up front are combined for over 30 sacks, over 60 tackles for loss. But Kyle Tobin has come on this season. I missed the first couple games, but has been having a great year. Had a huge game last week along with Mike Miller. Both of them coming off the edge. Defensive end is going to be key. And, again, Kyle Tobin is going to be key in another part of the game. And that's going to be 
on the extra point. Mm-hmm. Academy Park loves to line up in this muddle huddle formation where half the offensive line is on the left side, and then you got about three linemen um, right in front of the goalpost. And they see they try to look for mm-hmm. matchup, just, you know, matchup advantages. And if they like it, they'll snap it. So it's going to be very key, and the game can come back down to something like that. Extra points, someone's chasing a point here or there. But it's going to be very key. Kyle Tobin's going to be very key on containing uh, some of the players now in that muddle to, huddle. Now, just to give fans an idea of the muddle huddle, Cincinnati Bengals, when they play games, you see the off- offensive line lined out all the way to the, the wide receivers all over the field, and that's what you're going to see. You're going to see players in unorthodox positions potentially creating matchups for these athletes to get one-on-one because essentially that's what they want to try and get that two-point conversion. Exactly. It's all, this game's all about matchups, and you can get an advantage some way whether you're lining up like crazy. As long as you have seven guys on the line of scrimmage, Mm-hmm. And four guys behind it, you can run anything. And they've been doing it since I can remember, since Voschewski's been here, Jason Voschewski. And uh, you know, they're very successful at it. But we'll see what happens tonight. Usually when they score first, they like to go for two. And uh, right. I don't expect them to do anything else tonight. As we're still waiting both teams to get onto the field, we're going to step aside real quick. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www. DZOMechanical.com If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit DrTomGraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Welcome back. As the Knights take the field, they're wearing their blue uniforms filed by their silver helmets, Steve. We've seen them the last couple years. You alluded to it earlier. They have speed on the outside. Give me a player to keep an eye on. Well, for them, it's... um one of the defensive tackle, tackles, Kenneth, uh, he's fast off the ball, number 25. And you got to be, if you're Mike Shelley, you're one of the guards, uh, mm-hmm. like James Diamond or Kevin Hunt, you got to be fast off the ball as well. I mean, he will get in the backfield fast. He can, he can disrupt the handoff. He's so fast off the ball. But, again, the matchups are going to be key on the outside with Jamal Martin, and whether he's lined up on Dolgarian or Mathis. Eric? For Academy Park... I like a guy, Togba Port. He was on the team last year. He's strong, great defender. He likes to get in there to the quarterback. I'd like to see him tonight. He's probably going to have a good game for Academy Park. For Marple Newtown, again, I like Luke Cantwell tonight. You're going to see him probably spying all over Teddy Wright, hopefully tonight, and we'll see how that happens. But those two guys tonight for both teams, I think, are going to be breakout guys. Look at you taking my guy to keep an eye on, Eric. I was going to go with Luke Cantwell, but instead I'm going to go with the other guy on the outside. You're going to have to look at Dash Dolgarian. He's going to be the number two wide receiver on the outside. They're going to take Cameron Mathers as a priority. You like to establish the running game, but in case Marple Newtown has to dish it out, they're going to be looking to these guys on the outside. And, Dave, this is a very evenly matched up. Both these teams are 11-1 and coming to this game. 
Canning Park's only lost to uh, rival Interborough and Marple Newtown losing to um, Ridley in week seven. But Academy Park averaging 32 points on offense, only giving up about nine and a half points on defense. On the other side, Marple Newtown, just over 33 points a game and just uh, allowing under eight points a game. So these are very, very evenly matched teams. And, again, I think it's going to come down to this, these extra points, as I said. Academy Park likes these muddle huddles. They like to go for two. If they can convert on them and Marple's chasing points or they can't convert and they're chasing points, that's how close of a game it is. As you can hear, this crowd ready to go as Marple Newtown enters, enters the field. It is a great crowd here at Academy Park as Marple Newtown takes the field. They're wearing their orange helmets and white uniforms. They're on the road, Steve. They've been home the last two weeks as the three seed, but now they travel to number two in Academy Park. And we haven't seen them in these uniforms yet, these new orange pants they've gotten for the playoffs with the Tiger logo right on their hip. And kind of looks like a Clemson look out here from Marple Newtown, as you said. Academy Park with their same blue uniforms, gray pants, but... Silver pants, I should say. But, again, man, this crowd's ready to go. It's filling in nice here. It's going to be a packed house on both sides. Again, we're playing for the district semifinal, a bid to get into the finals next week, either against Henderson or Springfield. Now, one of the key points, you talked about these athletes going to the outside, Steve, protecting the edge. Otherwise, AP will have that toss that was so effective for Westchester East last week as they pitched the to, I believe, Cooper on the outside, and he did his thing. Yeah, Cooper had a great game. He was getting the pitch from the quarterback all game long. If you don't think for a second AP stole that on film, then, I mean, they're going to be attacking that with Miller and Wright all game long. They're going to try to get the outside. Again, they like their zone reads. They like to run jet, but they're going to try that pitch play to see if Marple Newtown knows how to defend it. In addition to that, it's almost every postseason, almost every game, Steve, turnovers. Marple Newtown muffed the punt. They had a blocked punt in return. Westchester East was able to capitalize. Marple Newtown did rebound and was able to go down the field late, but they can't afford those in a game like this. Oh, yeah, again, it's going to come down to penalties and turnovers. Again, such an evenly matched team. Same record, averaging the same points, getting up the same points. It's going to come down to turnovers and penalties. Who can make the least mistakes? Who can create the most turnovers? It's going to go to that team tonight. Captains go to midfield. Number 16, Cameron Mathis, the big fella. Number 78, Luke Lazowicki. Carmen Christiana, and number three to quarterback, Anthony Paoletti. Now, we're on the visiting side, so our vision tonight's going to be a little different than usual. Yeah, we're not in the press box. We're a little lower down, and you're going to hear a lot of crowd noise tonight since we're right in the Marple section. But we do welcome all our listeners from Marple Newtown, all around Delaware County, and from Academy Park. Hope you enjoy the broadcast tonight and uh, enjoy this game. I know number seven is a captain out there, Tagba Port. Marple Newtown won the toss. They elected to defer to the second half. So you're going to see the Knights offense first. We're going to step aside for the playing of the National Anthem. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask... If you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. 
Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Berman's Medical Supplies specializes in urological supplies, including catheters. Berman's offers top-of-the-line products with discreet delivery. We deliver same-day to local residences and guarantee overnight shipping to anyone living outside of our delivery area. Our patient-centered customer service has established Berman's as one of the region's premier providers of urological supplies. For the medical supplies you need, when you need them, call toll-free at 844-800-5777. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Century 21 Alliance agent Sandra McCulley has 15 years of real estate experience and is a lifelong resident of Delaware County. Sandra is a multi-million dollar producer and a Century 21 Quality Service Award agent. Her three children are Strathaven graduates. Let Sandra's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Call Sandra now to discuss your home buying or selling needs at 610-586-1300, extension 353. Wherever weights are racked, rackets are swung. To move is to live. And wherever you find bodies in motion, you'll find people who've rebuilt their lives with the help of Rothman Institute. Balls are pitched, skates are laced. More bones repaired, more joints replaced. No body in our region has done more for more bodies than Rothman. Lawns are mowed, swings are pushed. So when you're ready to run again, ride again, move again, live again, think Rothman first. RothmanInstitute.com Semifinals coming at you right now on the campus of Academy Park High School. Steve, here we go. This is what you work for all offseason, fellas. It's what you commit to back in December. Go through those weight room workouts, mini camp, Lebanon Valley, those hot summer camps. All pays off right here for the district semifinals. A bid to get in the final next week for both these teams. In the kick, this one away for the Tigers is Luke Civerdelli. He has a big leg and has been effective this season for the Tigers. Marple Newtown on the field awaiting the Knights as they break their huddle. As Steve mentioned, both teams enter tonight 11-1. Number 11 is alongside number 4. Jamal Martin's number 4. Number 11 is Shannon Phyllis. He's on the near side. Martin's on the far side. And this is underway. It's a squib kick by Marple Newtown. It's going to be returned by number 3 from the 25. He's going to bounce it on the edge and still on his feet. And he's going to take it all the way to the opponent's other sideline. But decent field position as number 3 and Perkins was able to return it, Steve. Yeah, so Marple Newtown trying to keep away from their playmakers of Academy Park. And as we talk about this, Marple Newtown D-line led by Moss, Tobin, Miller, Rankin, and Fallos. New addition on that D-line. These guys cause havoc. Over 30 sacks, over 60 tackles for losses. 
They need to win up front tonight against this big and aggressive Academy Park offensive line. 11.51 to begin this drive. Ball's at the 38. Bear with us because we can't really see the numbers on the visiting side. It's going to be a handoff up the gut, and he is going to be thrown down to the ground. Nice first down run there by their leading rusher. They said ninth in southeastern PA in rushing with over 1,400 yards. That's Miller, and he's tackled by Marple Newtown's Mike Miller. It's about a four-yard gain, so Academy Park will take that on first down. Four-yard carry for number nine in Miller. He's their go-to back. Now, officials signal over to one another. They're going to group huddle. Eric, do you know what's going on? Trouble with Eric's mic. We're going to keep it here. As they're still talking, Steve, any idea what it could be? Not sure. They umpire is over the ball right now. They're going to blow it back in. I don't know what that discussion please, was about. Please bear with us, listeners. We're again, we're on the visitor sideline, visitor side. So we're going to have some. And there's no numbers on the field, so it's hard to read. Four-yard carry, second down and six here from the 34. It's going to be a read option kept by the quarterback, who is not Morse, and he is going to be hit right before the line of scrimmage. Like number two. Number two is Kareem Birding. He's in at quarterback instead of number one, Taylor Moores, who started last week. It's already a change from last week. Sets up third down and two. Big third down here for both teams. See if they're able to get, and if not, what coach Jason Fraszewski decides to do. So early on here, 10.50 on the clock. Third down and two yards to go. Crowd comes alive. Moores under center. And it appears it's going to be a false start, Steve, as the snap wasn't already, so we already see a penalty. So that's going to hurt them. That's going to move Academy Park back. It's going to be a third down and seven now instead of third down and two. So, again, they Moores, who was in quarterback last year, last week we know we have a Burton in right now, but Moores, as he comes back in now, only threw eight times. If he needs to throw, he will. He can throw the ball. But this is a running team on third and seven. Let's see what they decide to do. Ball's at the 35. Third down and seven. Moore, shotgun. He's going to read. He's looking to pass. He's looking to his right. And he's going to be sacked by Mike Miller and slammed down to the ground. Huge sack to begin this game. That D-line comes in. Great pressure up front. But that is made by Mike Miller, number 68. The junior comes in and just swallows up number one, Taylor Moores. And that's a huge, huge sack. Loss of yards, and the county park's going to punt it. So great decision for Marlboro Town win the toss. Coach Chicken deciding to defer it and kick it off. And their defense comes up huge as they've been doing all season long. Great job by Marple Newtown. It's going to back it up. He's out fourth and 13. Teddy Wright, number five, in a punt it away. Back for the Tigers is Carmen Christiana and Dash Dolgarian. Low snap. It's booted. And it's going to take a Marple Newtown bounce. It's going to be down in decent field position by number seven, Tagba Port. So the Tigers come out, begin this drive, 9.33 here. Marple Newtown will take over with pretty good field position right on the their own 40-yard line, as you said, Dave. And we'll see what Anthony Paoletti can do here behind his offensive line. So we've seen the Tigers. They come out defensively, get a sack, force a punt. Now out comes Paoletti standing in the pistol. Behind him is Weathers. Man goes in motion. 
and that was Tobin. That's going to be a false start against Marple Newtown. Yeah, Tobin went in motion, but an offensive lineman, right tackle, jumps. And that's going to cost them five yards. So both teams with two crucial five-yard penalties. We'll see if Marple Newtown can bounce back from that first down and 15. So move the ball back to the 35. First down and 15 for Paletti and the Tigers. Stands in the pistol. To his left is Tobin. Behind him is Weathers. It's going to go to Weathers off the far side and be hit in the backfield. This night front seven is tough, and they don't let anything get to the outside. And they're quick off the ball. You and Eric's players to watch. Todd Baport. I mean, he's a force to be reckoned with in the middle. He comes up and makes a nice play there. That's going to be, I guess they gave him no gain it no appears. gain there. So second down and 15 for the Tiger offense. Paletti, Carmen Christiana on the far side. Two wide receivers on the near side. Pistol formation. Paletti, play action. He pump fakes and didn't like it. He's going to be sacked in the backfield. Number 25 was in on the sack. He is Amara Kenneth. Yeah, it's Kenneth, one of my players to watch. Kenneth and then Port both come in. So they're two big players. Kenneth from the defensive line position, Port from the linebacker position. Pele has a good job. He doesn't see what he likes, tucks it in, and he takes a sack. But you live to play another down, third down and 18 for the Tigers. It looked like he was going to get rid of it, and then last second tucked it back in. Didn't like what was going over in the middle. Third down and 18 from the 32. Paletti, pistol, four wide receivers. He's got. He's going to run to his right. And he's still looking down the field. He has a wide open. Carmen Christiana for the first down. They're in Knights territory. Ball's going to be spotted at the 40. Good That's job by Paletti to keep his eyes down the field. Tammy Park did a great job last week against Bishop Shanahan. Their quarterback had the ability of Paletti to scramble and find open receivers, but they contained him. Right now, third and 18. That's a backbreaker for a good defense like Academy Park. Paletti's able to roll out to the right with great pressure by Port, and he's able to find his man in the middle, Carmen Christiana, the Mr. Do-It-All for the Tigers. Ball's at the 43 of Academy Park. Drives continues. 8.05 on the clock. Marble Newtown's first possession on offense. Four wide receivers in the pistol. Low snap is going to be a pitch. Reverse. It's going to be reverse to Mathis. He has lead blockers going down the sideline. Knocked out of bounds, but not before a Tiger first down. He took a big hit, but popped right up. Cameron Mathis. What a stud. He takes a reverse. They pitch it to the left. To uh, the running, Weathers. Yeah, Weathers. And then he hands it back off. Coming to the right side with Lee Blocker and Paoletti, who loves a Lee Block and lay his shoulder. And great job, great execution. First down, Marple. Second first down for the Tigers. Ball spotted at the 32. 11-yard gain for Mathis. Comes out. Four wide receivers once again. Knights. Applying pressure. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, and he's going to be hit for a tackle for a loss. Yeah, they are waiting for more than Weathers up front. This uh, Tiger offensive line has to settle down. They can't get away from the running game. It hasn't been working thus far tonight on two carries, one for no gain and one for a loss. But Marble Newtown has to stay true to the running game and get some confidence into their offensive line. But so far, so good in the passing game for Paoletti. Last week, Marlon Weathers, 27 rushes for 109 in a pair of Tiger touchdowns. They had to try and get him involved so this front seven doesn't rush up the field. Loss of three on the carry, second down and 13, just under 7.30 here in the first quarter. 0-0, Paoletti, pistol, 
He's going to tuck it under. He's going to look to run. He does run, but not before three knights hit him down to the ground. He's still driving him. He took about three knights with him and go down near the first down marker. What a job by Anthony Paoletti. I mean, whew, he carried a slew of defenders, and now he comes up a little limp in there, and that's what we got to watch with Paoletti. You want him to run, but, again, he's been nursing that ankle since that Ridley game, and we'll see if he can uh, stay in there. Third down and four after the quarterback keeper. I mean, he should have been stopped for a four-yard game, but instead he gets about six extra yards there. Empty backfield, five wide receivers for the junior quarterback. He needs to go 40 yards for a first down. He looks to his right. He goes that way. It is tipped but caught by Dash Dolgarian. Another Tiger first down. That ball's tipped in the air. Luckily, it goes right to Dash. And that, that could be a sign it's going to be that kind of night for Marple Newtown. But Dash gets that ball and turns up field for a Tiger first down. Good job, though, by that defensive front by Academy Park. Put your hands up in the air if you can't get to the quarterback. They did that, but unfortunately, it doesn't go into their favor. Dash last week, two catches for 25 and a touchdown. First down and 10 from the 15. Just under six minutes to go here in the first quarter. Man goes in motion. They fake the jet sweep to Marlin. Paoletti has nowhere to go, and he's going to be hit while he throws it. Incomplete pass. Applying the pressure for the Knights was number 25, Kenneth. You're right, Steve. He is certainly a player to watch. Yeah, he's fast off the ball. This offensive line has to step up, step inside, block inside out. But Kenneth does a good job coming through the line there. It looked like Paoletti had Dolgarian in the seam in the back of the end zone, but, again, he was rolling to the right, wasn't able to see him, and he had to throw it away. Second down and 10. Ball's on the 15. Weathers goes in motion. It's going to be a swing that way. And he is going to have nowhere to go. Ball is loose. Ball is loose. We're going to see who his recovery. Marple Newtown did, and they advanced it on that. So it was a swing pass to the outside, which could have been a lateral. Nowhere to go for Weathers. He tries to go upfield and then fumbles. But luckily, somebody I was unable to see who got the recovery. I couldn't say it, but it looked like they picked it up and was able to get a couple yards there. So fortunate for Marple Newtown. Again, in the red zone, you can't have penalties or turnovers. Marple Newtown got lucky there. It's going to be about third down and 11 or third down and 10, depending on the sticks. In a game like this, two very good defensive teams, you need any type of points when you're in the red zone. Trip formation to the near side for the Tigers. Paoletti, pistol, behind him is Weathers. He rolls to his right. He's looking down the field, stiff arms, and that could potentially knock Marple Newtown out of field goal position. Number 69 came up with a huge sack for the Knights on that play. Kyle Martin. Yeah, nothing for Paylott. He tried probably to throw it away there, but it got, sack, got sacked, and that's going to bring up fourth down and long. Again, probably too far for a field goal, so they're going to keep the offense on the field. And they still can get a first down here. They're going to back him up 10. 10-yard 10 sack by Martin. Fourth down and 20 from the 25. Tigers are going to go for it. It's too long for a field goal. Paletti, empty backfield, five wide receivers. Their first possession of this game. Paletti looks to his left. He's looking towards the end zone, and he's going to throw it. And it was intended for Carmen Christiana. Turnover on downs. 
Both teams have had one possession so far as the Knights come out. Second possession of the game, 358 here in the first quarter. That's a nice drive there from Marlboro Town. Started at their own 40, able to get down inside the 20, and then a couple sacks, pushed them back, turnover on down. So Academy Park holds their own. Bend but don't break defense. We always talk about Marlboro Newtown's defense, but Academy Park does it there. And uh, they'll take over again, led by Taylor Moores, that quarterback. 358 for Moores. First down and 10 from their own 25-yard line. Shotgun, trip formation on the far side. It's going to be... An option, it goes to Miller. He's got a running lane. He's still on his feet. He is one heck of a running back as he plows ahead, Steve, for about a gain of 15. And that's going to be their first first down of the game. So on the first down carry, they give it to their running back right, and he picks up a nice first down there, keeps the chains moving. It's going to be officially... Spotted on the 41-yard line, 16-yard carry from Miller. Moores looks to his right. He's going to hit a wide receiver. There's a flag down at the line of scrimmage, potentially in the area. Blocking back or holding. Yeah, blocking back or holding. This is coming back 10 yards regardless. And that's big for Arbor Newtown. They throw the spot pass outside towards the Academy Park sideline. And as this receiver goes to turn off field, Someone gets a block in the back, and that's going to move them back. So early, both teams with some crucial penalties. Indeed, it is a block on the back. It's being a 10-yard penalty from the spot of the foul. And that occurred right at about the line of scrimmage. So should be around second and 20, give or take. It's going to back them up. It appears to be on the 31. Clock halted at 3.30 here, tied 0-0. Moores. Shotgun. Read option. It's going to go to Miller on the near side. He gets a block. He makes one man miss. And he is going to be down near to 50. Ball is loose. They're going to call him down, though. Excuse me. That was number five, Teddy Wright on the carry. Yeah, Teddy Wright. Shifty. He gets to the outside right off tackle. And that's two plays. He went to the right side to open up the drive, this time to the left side. He's very shifty, very good with his body weight. He reminds you of more than Weathers the way he runs. Both number five. He gets close to a first down. Ball does come out after he's tackled by Christiana, but he was already down there. Good call by the referee. Ball's on the 47. Second down and three. They need to get the midfield. Man goes in motion on the jet sweep. They fake the jet sweep. Play is blown dead. Handoff would have gone to right, but it appears to be a false start. And maybe two men in motion. I see a flag on the far side of the field towards the Academy Park bench. And they're going to move them back for a legal motion. Two men in motion. That will happen when you have jet motion, anyone in motion. You get someone else to move a little early like the running back. And that causes a flag. So the third penalty thus far in the first quarter for Academy Park. Marple Newtown with one. Backs them up. Second down and eight after the penalty. We've now seen a dose of Wright and Miller. We'll see what the Knights have up their sleeve. Shotgun. Four wide receivers for Moores. It's going to be a handoff up the gut to right. He's going to be met by a group of Tigers in on the play. He's going to be short of the first down in on the play. Jack Fallows. Yeah, Jack Fallows coming to defensive tackle. Making a nice play there. Close to a first down. It's going to be about third and two. And this is a Academy Park offense. Very, very good. 416 total yards of offense last week versus Bishop Shanahan and 540 in their first round against Radner. So they can move the ball. Ball's on the 48. 
Third down and two for the Knights. Four wide receivers for Moores. Man goes in motion on the jet sweep. And indeed, it goes that way. He's got the first down into Marple Newtown territory. That was the jet sweep to Demetrius Perkins. Yeah, just enough to get to the edge. Marple does a good job defending it, but they only needed two yards. He got about five there, and that's going to move the chains. First down for Academy Park. Ball's going to be spotted at Marble Newtown's 46-yard line. We've seen the speed of the Knights early as there's 1.30 remaining here in the first quarter, tied 0-0, but the Knights are driving. Shotgun. Moores. Tigers look like they're bringing the blitz. Moores is going to throw. He's going to go over the middle, and it is going to be in and out of the hands of number two, Kareem Burton. Yeah, that's Burton. We saw him at quarterback when they went to run the ball. Little zone read keeper by him. This time he lines up wide, streaks down the seam and just can't hold in. It was a nice pass by Tyler Moores and coverage was in there Looked by, by Conan and safety came over with some help Carmen Christiana. Second down and 10 after an incomplete pass. Moores, shotgun, trip formation on the near side. They like to utilize that jet sweep with a man in motion. Instead, they hand it up the gut. The Tigers are not fooled. Slammed down to the ground by Jack Fallos. Fallos, Cooper Moss, Mike Miller, and others, like Tommy Long, another one, come in and make a nice play there. Great defensive effort up front by the D-line of Marple Newtown. Big third down and 10 here. Taking the handoff was right. He went up the gut, but stopped for no gain. Third down and 10, now under a minute. Moore's shotgun. Four wide receivers and twins. Play action. He's going to throw it to the outside, and he got a running lane. And there is appears to be a flag down, but he is well beyond the first down stick, Steve. Yeah, they set up a little wide receiver screen there. They will pick up a big gain, first down and 10 for Academy Park. Good execution by the Knights' offense. Excuse me, there was no flag. It looked like something was on the field, but Marble Newtown brought the blitz. They decided to go with the wide receiver screen. Well organized by Voshevsky. 15 seconds to see if they had to run one more play. Ball spotted at the 28. It's about a 16-yard gain, and that will do it for the first quarter. Here, 0-0. Steve, we're going to keep it here. Marble Newtown's had a shot on offense. The Knights look like they're driving now in their second possession. Steve? Yeah, Marple Newtown, both teams had a shot at the ball. And if you're joining us this now, we apologize for uh, some technical difficulties. Um, we're trying to stream the broadcast. We are outside on the away bleachers. So we, uh, you know, we are in the element tonight. We're not in the booth like we usually are. So there's going to be some issues out here tonight. So we hope you have joined us or are joining us now. But you just missed the first quarter, zero zero. Marple Newtown had a nice drive, but turned it over on downs inside the 25 yard line. And now Academy Park has their turn now, driving. They're about right at the 30 yard line as we flip fields. An opposing matchup. Henderson and Springfield also gridlocked at zero after the first quarter. Our man along the sidelines, Eric, you had a good vantage point. Yes. All right, so we're having technical difficulties. That's partially because of probably the setup here being outside. Otherwise, we would be okay. 
But now we're going to start the second quarter. 12 minutes on the clock. High-powered offense. But a lot of possessions been already drained as the Knights come out. First down and 10 at the 28. Shotgun formation for Morse. Trip formation on the near side. Right's on his right hip. It's going to be a counter play. They decide to hand off the number two around the outside. What a play. He's going to get a first down. Number two got the pitch and burden. They utilize him. He's been quarterback, now wide receiver. They give it to him on the counter play to the outside. Yeah, they start to the right and a little flip, almost like a shovel pass counter. Back to the left side, to the wide side of the field. He picks up a first down. It's going to be first down and 10. They can still get a first down, it seems to be. They're yeah, it looks like the ball's on the 11. So first down and 10 from the 11 are tonight. Moore's shotgun. Trips formation on the near side. It's going to go to right up the gut. Tigers are not fooled. They stack them at the line of scrimmage. Let's see if Marvin Newtown can go with that bend, but don't break defense as we saw Academy Park do it. Actually give him a yard as he lunged forward. So the ball's going to be spotted at the 10. Second down and 9 coming up. It's just Carmen Christiana territory coming into this game. Three forced fumbles, four interceptions on the year. As well as Dylan Conan with a couple of his own. Now Burnin's in at quarterback. He has the speed to get to the outside. On his left hip is right. It's a read option and flags fly all over the place. That looks like some motion. False start. Going to move them back. So it's going to bring up second down and 13 right outside the 10-yard line for the Academy Park Knights. Ball's going to be spotted on the 14-yard line. So we've seen a handful of penalties already go against the Knights especially on offense backing them up. But they've been able to capitalize. Trip formation on the near side for Moores. It's going to be a handoff the right up the gut. Tigers are able to stop him after he got to the line of scrimmage and weave his way in for a gain of about two. That Tigers defense holding their own there. It's going to be third down and ten after a couple yards. Gain there by right. They're second leading back behind Miller this season. Both over 1,000 yards. Both very lethal in the backfield. And... Again, four-down territory. They gave him an additional yard, so they spot the ball at the 10. Third down and nine. They still can get a first down. Morse, shotgun, four wide receivers, trips on the near side, and he's going to run a read option himself, and he is going to be hit at the goal line, but he is in for a nice touchdown. Marble Newtown keyed on Teddy Wright, the option man. That allowed a lane up the middle for Tyler Moores. He found the crease. Went across the goal line. Academy Park strikes first, 6 nothing. Again, we talked about this muddle huddle. It's very important to get these points. I know Coach Gicking, Coach Harry Gicking's yelling at his guys, get the point because they will line up and try to catch you off guard. So here we go. We see if they're going to go for it or kick it. Appears they're going to go for it. But that was a 10-yard scamper for Moore. Man goes in motion, number seven. Now another man goes in motion. It's going to be a jet sweep on the near side, and then he throws it. 
batted down by Carmen that, Christiana. That's huge right there. 6 nothing. You let them score, but you get the point. The Marlboro Newtown, not such a bad job there as they'll get the ball back here. Tigers trail 6 to nothing, 10-10 here in the second quarter. You're listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. High School Playoff Football is almost here. HavenFootball.net will be bringing you all the playoff excitement by broadcasting one playoff game each week right up to the District 1 Championships. Playoffs start November 4th. Don't miss one minute of all the excitement and thrills of playoff football. Go to HavenFootball.net for dates and times of each broadcast. Our broadcasts will be available live and on our archives. HavenFootball.net. High School Football never sounded so good. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Moores goes in from 10 yards out to give the Knights an early 6-0 lead. Back to return for the Tigers is Carmen Christiana and Marlon Weathers. Marple Newtown with this 11-1 record. They have been down in key situations this year. They are not frazzled by this 6-0 deficit early in the second quarter. Kicking this one away is Amara Kenneth. He does it all for tonight. To begin the game, Marble Newtown did a squib kick to keep it out of the hands of their playmakers. See if Marble Newtown can get a good wedge going here. See if they can get a nice return set up. Kenneth, it looks like almost an onside kick, and it's potentially, there's a scramble. We're waiting for the signal, and it is Marble Newtown ball. And that. It was recovered by number six, Luke Cantwell, but that could have been dangerous. It looked like almost like he tried an onside kick. Yeah, it was, they tried to get in the soft spot where no one was, and that's a tough place to defend and try to come and get it. The back the front line doesn't want to get it because it's over their head, but and then the guys in the second line, they're about 10 to 15 yards behind them, have to come up and try to make a play. you got like 10 guys running at you, and you're one guy. But good job by Marple Newtown to get that. That could have been a disaster. Take over, 10-05 here in the second quarter. Trailing 6-0. Ball is spotted at the 36. First down and 10 for Paoletti, who stands in the pistol. And the Knights jump. They're going to get encroachment. Another penalty by Academy Park. So this is going to give him three five yards, Steve. Yeah, it's Anthony Paletti with the hard count there. Nothing wrong with some free five yards there and make it first down in five. Ball is now spotted at the 41. Clock halted at 10.05. Paletti, pistol, one wide receiver on the far side. It's going to be a handoff to Weathers, who's going to be hit in the backfield. See if they give him a yard or anything. Number 69's been all over the place. Kyle Martin. As there's an injured Tiger down on the field, we're going to step aside. Marple Newtown down 6 to nothing. 9.56 here. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, from football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. 
This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Injured Tigers able to get off the field. He appears to be okay. The carry to Weathers goes for no gain, so it's second down and five from the 41, running clock. But Marple Newtown really hasn't been able to get this running game going. Yeah, this is when you're going to have to rely on Anthony Paoletti. But again, very key not to get away from the run for Marple Newtown. Keep Academy Park's defense honest. Paoletti, pistol behind him is Weathers. Three wide receivers. Mathis goes in motion. He's going to play action, roll to his right, come back to his left. Weathers catches it behind the line of scrimmage. There's going to be a flag on the play in the backfield. He lunges forward. It's going to be about a gain of three on the screen pass. We're going to have to wait what the flag is. Be a face mask. They tug them. See if it's a five-yard or a 15-yard penalty there, but that's going to be a first down for Marble Newtown. So we're going to wait the official signal. Again, we apologize. Eric's mic's not cooperating. Looks like it's going to be a five-yard penalty at the end of the run. And that's going to be a first down for Marple Newtown. So they're close to midfield here. Down 6 nothing, 9.20 to go here in the second quarter, Dave. That is right, Steve. First down and 10. They're going to put the ball on about the 48-yard line. So we've seen a reverse by Coach Gicking. We've seen a screen pass fake. We're seeing a couple different things. Paletti, pistol. Mathis goes in motion once again. It's a rollout to his right. He's looking down the field. He's going to throw down the field. He has Cameron Mathis. He's going to be licked out of bounds, but not before a huge gain. Number six pushed him out of bounds, and Devontae Brown, Mathis was able to reel it in along the sidelines. That, that offensive line gave Anthony Paoletti so much time back there. He had time to eat his lunch go home, come back, and then deliver a strike to his leading receiver and Delco's leading receiver, Cameron Mathis. But it looks like there's a flag down, and they're going to move this one back. Maybe that's why he had so much time. Exactly. I was about to tell you that, Steve. It's going to be holding against the Tigers, and it negates about a 30-yard reception to Mathis down the sidelines into night territory. That was an excellent catch, though, by Cameron Mathis. Who's third in Southeastern PA and number one in Delaware County with over 1,000 receiving yards and 10 touchdowns. They're going to put the ball in the 36-yard line. First down and 10, Paoletti. Blitz. It's going to be a screen pass to Mathis, who's unable to beat his man. Good job on the outside by number six of the Knights in Brown because that had some room. Yeah, Brown shades or sheds a block there by Marple Newtown's receiver who needed to make that in order to get Mathis free on that screen play. Just unable to do so, and it's going to bring up second down and 22. So Marple Newtown in a second and long situation. We'll see if they hand it off to Weathers, try to get him involved in the game. Eight minutes to go here in the second quarter. Tigers trail by six. Second down and 25 from the 36. Empty backfield for Paoletti. Low snap. It's going to be another screen pass caught by Carmen Christiana. And he is going to make one man miss and be hit out of bounds near midfield. Excellent play call there. Middle screen to the receiver, Carmen Christiana. He hauls it in, goes towards the Tiger sideline and gets out of bounds. And he's going to get a lot of those yards back. Be third down in about 12 or so, Dave. 
Yeah, it depends on this spot. It appears that the ball's on the 47-yard line. They're going to have to get about 13 here to get a first down. Paoletti, pistol, trip formation on the far side. Paoletti's going to look to his right. He's looking for the homer, and he has the reception. It is reeled in by Carmen Christiana into night territory. Mr. Do-It-All, number eight, Carmen Christiana. Offense, defense, kick return, punt return. You find number eight, you're going to make a big play there. Paoletti finds him. That's a first down for the Tigers. And you have to credit the offensive line. He had a clean pocket to throw. He was able to find Carmen Christiana for the second time on this drive. So it's basically where the ball would have been if Cameron Mathis's reception would have began. First and 10 at the 26-yard line for the Tigers. 7.25 and counting remaining in the second quarter, Dave. Pistol formation for Paoletti. He's going to look. He's going to step up in the pocket. Throw down, and it's caught by Dash Dolgarian. He's going to be within the red zone. Huge play. Didn't look like it was going to Dolgarian, though. Didn't look like it, but he put his arms up there, and he hauled it in. It looked like they were trying to get it to Christiana again down the seam, but Mathis is able to haul it in. That's going to be first down and goal from about the 8 or 9-yard line. Again, tough to see from our vantage point tonight in the stands. But Tigers are rolling here, trying to tie this ball game up. It's going to be at the 8-yard line. So mark it. First down and goal for the Tigers. Under seven minutes to go here in the second quarter. Knocking on the door. Man goes in motion. Make trip formation on the near side. Knights appear to have jumped once again. And see the official signal, though. I didn't see anyone on Marple Newtown move. Paoletti's clapping. They're going to discuss it at mid. They're going to call a false start against Marple Newtown. Put the ball in the 12. I'm with the fans. I didn't see a man move. I don't think anyone did. Well, Marbury Town hurts himself there. Questionable call. Ball on the 12-yard line now. So I guess it was on the 7. Going to be first down and goal from the 12. Marbury Town still in great position here to put this one into the end zone to try to knot it up at 6. So Dolgarian's reception goes for 19. First down and goal from the 12. Paoletti's going to roll to his left. He's going to step up in the pocket and then be sacked. The ball is loose. The Tiger jumped on top of it. But good job by Port to knock it out. So Port able to knock it out, but heads up play by James Diamond. Glad to see him okay back in the game after coming off injured. But Marple Newtown dodges the bullet there. They keep the ball. It's going to be second down and long now, right outside the 20. So two times they're in the red zone, and two times they go backwards with penalties and sacks, and Academy Park's defense is showing why they're the number two seed. Second down and goal from the 20. Just under six minutes to go here in the second quarter. Tigers trail six to nothing. Paoletti, pistol, four wide receivers. He's going to look to his right, then come back to his left. He's going for the end zone to Dolgarian, who's going to be tackled. No pass interference, though, by the referee. <laughs> um, maybe uncatchable, but... That's a questionable one. Dash Dolgarian tackled in the end zone there. Not sure if feet were tangled up or not, but no call nonetheless. Marple Newtown's got to regather third down and long here. And again, don't need it all right here. Get about 10 yards. Even if you get a field goal, you cut the deficit in half. Clock is halted at 532. 
Tigers come out. Paoletti. Pistol. Trip formation on the far side. Behind him is Weathers. Good timeout here by Coach Kicking. Tigers call timeout. Their first of the first half. They trail 6 and nothing. 532 here in the second quarter. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www.dzomechanical.com. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. Third down and goal. Tigers have to get 20 yards to get into the end zone. We saw a fumble, but Marple Newtown was able to jump on top of it because this front seven of the Knights is deadly. See if Marple Newtown can get something going here. Third and 20. Third and goal from the 20, excuse me. Empty backfield for Paoletti. Five wide receivers. He's going to look to his left. He's going to go that way. Intended for Dolgarian once again. And in and out of the hands of number six in the back of the end zone. He had the interception in Brown. He went to the ground and it knocked it out. Yeah, so that's, that's big there because now it's fourth down. So they'll have another play here again. It's no man's land. It's yeah, too yeah. long for a field goal. That's a 37-yard field goal attempt, and that's and it looks like they're gonna they're gonna try to attempt it. All right, so they're gonna try and kick this field goal. Riley filming comes out. You are in no man's land, but again, it's fourth and twenty. The field's condensed. It's hard to try to get a first down here. The only thing you don't want is a low trajectory kick, which is would be able to be blocked and returned. So right. filming has got to get a good leg on this. Out of a Carmen Christiana hole. It's a 37-yard attempt. Clean snap. Kick is up. The kick is no good. They're going to call it wide left. All right, so Marple Newtown takes some time off the clock. They march down the field. Again, only 6 nothing, 5.20 to go, but it's got to be it's very important here not to give up a score before the half because they do get the ball back in the second half. They will receive to start off the third quarter. And this game is going fast already. It is a quick game as yeah. the Knights come out for their third possession. But it feels like each drive for each team takes the majority of the clock. So 5-20 here for the Knights' third possession. Ball's on the 20, first down and 10. Morris has Burden go in motion. They're going to fake the jet sweep. It's going to go up the gut. I believe that was right on the carry. He's going to take a few Tigers with him. And it's going to be a good game. It's going to be about eight. Yeah, eight or nine yard gain there. On that fake jet inside zone run by Academy Park. And he keeps turning his legs. Offensive line does a good job with a push. That's going to be second down and short. Just under five to go here in the second quarter. Balls on the 28. Second down and two. Waiting for the official. The signal. Just under five minutes to go. Tigers trail six to nothing. It's going to be a handoff up the gut. And he is off to the races. What a job. Maroon was able to tackle him. 
I believe that was right once again, Steve. Yeah, it was number nine. That was number nine? Uh, Excuse me. Number three that was. That's Perkins. Okay. It's Senior. He comes up the middle there. It looks like a nice touchdown saving tackle by Marp Newtown defender. So first down and 10 for Academy Park. Ball's on the 44. They're going to hand up to Perkins. He's going to dance his way in the backfield. He's going to lunge forward and gain about one or two. Good job by the deep line. These linebackers have to come ready to play. Tommy Long, A.J. Kotrakatsis doing a great job all year long. They're going to need him tonight. Marble Newtown's deep line is going to give a push, create some separation up front. It's going to allow the linebackers to come in and make some plays. Second down and eight after a two-yard carry. Under four minutes to go here in the second quarter. Moores, shotgun, gets a snap. He's going to look to his left. It's going to be a curl route. It's going to be called by Burden. He's going to be hit by A.J. Kotrakatsis first, then followed by a group of Tigers. He's going to be into Marple Newtown territory. We'll see where they spot it around the 47. A little comeback route towards this AP sideline. It's going to be third down and one for Academy Park, 325 and counting. Again, this will be huge if Marple Newtown can cut, get out of this half, only down 6-0 as they will receive the ball in the second half. You have to think, though, that Coach Vyshevsky is going for it. Without a doubt. He wants points on the board. He knows this offense of Marple Newtown is lethal, so he wants to try to get as many points as he can, especially with his defense. Third down and one for the Knights. Burden's the quarterback, and he is going to be hit at the line behind the line of scrimmage. He's going to lunge forward. He did not get it. It's going to be fourth down in inches. That's Cooper Moss from the defensive tackle position on the right side. He shoots the gaps, goes low, and takes. They're actually going to get a measurement, it appears. Again, tough to see where we're at. We're so low down. We, we're not as high up in a press box. But it looks like. It looks like he's sure from here, but they are going to measure it, and it's going to most likely bring up a huge fourth down. And the big fellas going in. Lazowicki's going to help in case they did not get it. Oh, man, he might have gotten it. He's, he's short by an inch, and you have to short. think that the coach is going for it behind his veteran offensive line. Without a doubt. So it was a good measurement. Again, you got to see how much you have to go. If it's a full yard, if it's a half yard, and that, it is, this is close, and they're going to keep the offense on the field. You said Luke Lazowicki, number 78, all 300 pounds of him. They're going to stack the middle at nose guard. And you got to see what County Park likes to go out of shotgun. We'll see if they go under center here, just run their normal zone read. It looks like that's what they're going to do. Fourth down and inches from the 47. They are in the shotgun. 2.30 here in the second quarter. It's going to be a read option, and it appears that he lunged forward. Let's see where the spot goes. He didn't need much, and he might have gotten any. Handoff went to Perkins, but where the referees spotting the ball, Marble Newtown could have stopped them. They're going to give it a measurement once again. We'll that, see where it goes. That is close. That's going to be a very interesting spot because he looked like he was stopped an inch or two before that. They're going to measure it again. I mean, you knew what was coming. They're lined up in shotgun. They're running the zone read up the gut. They needed an inch, and I don't know if they got it. Scores it's from around the league. Garnet Valley up on Perkin Valley, 21 to 14. Oh, he did get it. Ooh, barely by yeah. the nose of the football. He only had to get an inch. 
This is a game of inches, though, Steve. And what was that score from Garner Valley? 21-14. So it's 2.20, clock's halted. Academy Park is driving. Marple Newtown won the toss. They elected to defer. Coach Gicking still talking to the head referee. Trying to get that spot back. Shotgun formation. Tigers looking to apply pressure. Morse is going to look to his left on the curl route. And he's going to have his man along the sidelines. Unable to see who made the reception. Yeah, far side of the field towards the AP sideline. That's going to be close to another first down. And we're going to have second down in about one and a half for the Knights offense. Checking into the game is number six, Luke Cantwell. If you're the Tigers, you're looking for a turnover. And that man in the back end has it. He has four picks and 43 tackles. That's Carmen Christiana. Second down and two after the eight-yard reception along the sidelines. Play action. Moore's just going to throw it again. It's going to be caught by Brown. He's going to make a man miss. He's at the 20. He's down the sidelines, and he's going to be out of bounds, but not before first down and goal for the Knights. Nice pass outside. A little curl route. He catches it. Gets some yards after catch there. Up the sideline, and Dashiell Garing runs him out of bounds right inside the 10. It's going to be first down and goal for the Knights. Minute 25 and counting. Excuse me, that was Shamir Stroud on the reception. 6-2 wide receiver. He's a senior. Let's see where they spot the ball. They put it on the official spot is the 9. So it's going to be first down and goal for Academy Park. Shotgun formation. Moores. It's going to be a handoff to Miller. Off tackle, he did not get into the end zone, though. He's close again. Zone read inside. This time to Miller. Looked like they had a seam, but Marple Newtown's defense closes in and stops him. Second down and goal. So we have one minute remaining here in Knight Park. Again, this is huge. Marple Newtown needs to come out of this half only down by six. Ball appears to be on about the seven. Two backs for Moores. It's going to be a read to right. And he is going to fight his way in for another night touchdown. Good job by Academy Park up front. Again, it's so hard when you got dual threats at running back and your quarterback can run the ball. You got to be very disciplined. If they're going to pull it or hand it off inside, this time they hand it off to Teddy Wright. He does the job. 12-0. Once again, Marple Newtown, key to get an extra point. Stop here. So Wright goes in from five yards out. Morris has already gone in from 10. Number 23 is into the game. We'll see if the Knights elect to kick the extra point or not. Right, they're going to line up for two. Fellas is the back. They put Bird in in motion. Excuse me, that's Port. In motion, the linebacker. It's going to be a pitch to the outside, and he is going to scamper in around the outside. Phillips scores. Two-point conversion is good. Knights lead 14 to nothing, 37 seconds remaining here. We'll keep it here. So Marple Newtown just had 37 seconds to go. Coach Gicking at the end of every practice goes to his two-minute drill. You're down 14-0 most cases. You might want to sit on it going into the half. I have a feeling Coach Gicking with his fiery. He's got two timeouts. Yeah, how competitive he is. 
Again, two timeouts. We'll see what kind of return they get here. But he's going to try to march down the field here. They've had success getting into the red zone twice, but they've hurt themselves. As that field condenses, those athletes of Academy Park cover the field very well. And they hurt Marple Newtown. They had a turnover on downs and a missed field goal, as well as some penalties. But you see in a game like this, Steve, condenses. Marple's used to getting those seven, eight possessions a game, whereas it's really been limited here in the first half. Yeah, both teams. I mean, Marple with only two, County Park with three. This is the fastest first half of the season for Marple Newtown, possibly with Academy Park too. But, again, we'll see what kind of return they get here. We'll see if Academy Park wants to do a little squib kick like they did before, which gave Marple Newtown decent field position, but... We'll see what they like to do. Kenneth in the kick this one away for the Knights. Last time was almost a squib kick slash onside kick. Let's see if Kenneth boots this one away. And he does indeed boot it. It's going to be returnable for Weathers from the five. He's going to come to the near side and be plowed. He's going to be in around the 30, 25 yards on the return for the sophomore running back. So you're about to... 30-yard line, maybe the 29. So Marple Newtown, we'll see what they decide to do coming out here. Again, two timeouts, 31 seconds to go, Dave. Down by two scores. But, again, you get the ball back to start the second half. Well, we saw it last week. Marple Newtown and scored right down the field. You have the playmakers to do it. Well, a field goes out of the question. Philman, you know, missed the 37-yarder, but just by a little bit. Ball's on the 29. Flag is thrown. It is intended over the middle to Riley Philman. We're going to wait the call. The far referee. See what he calls. There's yeah. been a lot of penalties here in the first that's half. That's the far line judge. Usually a legal shift, and that's, that's what they're going to call there. A legal shift. Five-yard penalty on Marple Newtown. Two rushing touchdowns in the night's early here. Right from five yards, Moore's capped it for ten. If anyone knows to do halftime adjustments, no one better in the business than Coach Gicking. We saw one back in week eight at Haverford down mm -hmm. at halftime. They came back in the second half with a brand-new team. Second down and ten. Filming goes and making trips. It's going to be a screen pass to Weathers. He's going to be blown up behind the line of scrimmage. They were not fooled. Number 53 of the night was eyeing up Weathers the whole way. Corey Simmons. And that's probably going to do it. Ten seconds. They, if they could get that screen off, get some yards, they're probably going to call a timeout, but they're going to let this one roll. One, zero seconds, and they are going to go in the locker room. Academy Park Day with the 14-0 lead. This game is far from over, Tigers fans. Stay tuned for the second half. Marple Newtown will get the ball to begin the second half. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. Hey, the Tigers look pretty good.
Pain heals. Chicks dig stars. Glory. Last forever. That's it. That's it. I want you to think about all those mean people. They're going to be your tackling fuel. Tackling fuel. We're going to use them to play football. Tackling fuel. John! What? Red 7! I don't know what Red 7 means. Hot route! I don't. What is hot route? Will you just go stand on the other side, please? You all know what you have to do. Remember, no one, and I mean no one, comes into our house and pushes us around. You're listening to Marple Newtown High School Football on the Tigers Radio Network. Now back to call the second half of tonight's game. Here is Dave DePasqua, Steve Reynolds, Eric DePantima, and Jim Olsman. Welcome as it is halftime here at the campus of Academy Park High School. Three, less than three minutes to go as our commercials are out. Steve was always prepared as normal as both teams come back onto the field. Additional three was put on. Tigers trail 14 to nothing. Teddy Wright scored the last touchdown for the Knights. He scampered in from five yards out. The opening, the second possession for Academy Park was that option to the outside. He faked the pitch. Everybody thought it was going to right around the outside. He kept it. 10-yard touchdown run. So we've seen a pair of touchdown runs. Marple Newtown on the flip side. Been trying to air it out. Paoletti has been successful. He went down the field to Carmen Christiana to set up another play. But it appears that Marple gets in this no-man's lane around the 20 and 30-yard line where they really don't have a choice but to either go for it or, as they did in the second time, kick a long field goal. Yeah, I mean, they've had some successful drives here. Two of their three. I mean, their last one was with 30-some seconds left. But two of those drives... One in the first quarter, one in the second quarter, inside the red zone, and just stalled. Credit goes to County Park's defense, but they have to make some adjustments. Marple Newtown, only down 14 nothing. Whole half to go. You get the ball to receive here in the second half, and it's very, very important to drive down the field here and put points on the board. As we saw, only both teams only had three possessions each. Each possession is so important to these teams that Marple Newtown mm -hmm. has to capitalize here on the first possession of the second half. Eric? Well, just want to say Academy Park is creative on offense. They, they run keepers, counters, reverses. I mean, kind of hard to stop for Marple. But the positive thing was Marple was able to move the ball a little bit, just couldn't capitalize in the red zone. So I think that's a positive thing from the first half for Marple. They stayed in the game. They moved the ball. They weren't stagnant. So right. this drive coming out of half is the most important for Marple this game. Now, it's funny, see, I talked about the running game, protect the edge and all that. But it appears that Morris has been able to capitalize on these quick curl routes, tosses to the outside. It's been his left arm that's done a lot of damage. Yeah, I mean, 
He's been doing a good job. When he has to throw, he will. I mean, Mar they've been hurt Mar Blutown in the running game, but when he has to step back, Moores, he has found guys. Curl routes, spot passes, nothing really downfield past eight yards. So they're doing good jobs. They're executing when they have to. But Marple Newtown, they have to make some adjustments. I think up front on the defensive line, um, because some guys are you know at a disadvantage. This is a big offensive line of Academy Park. Right. Marple Newtown has some undersized guys on that defensive line who are quick. But you know if you don't get the ball fast, you're going to get swallowed up from some of these big guys. See if they make some adjustments. And again, what would those adjustments be on offense, though, Steve? Because you need to start getting points in a hurry. Well, you got to start the game off. As I said, you got to continue with the run. It might be one point in the game you might have to scrap the run and go try to, you know, throw this ball. I mean, you've had success going down the field throwing the ball. Right. It's your mo. You've been doing it all year long. I know you've had a a nice running game late in the season, starting with that Africa game in Week Eight, and thus far to now with the mm -hmm. Marlin Weathers. It's not working. These screen passes aren't working. This is just too fast of a defensive of Academy Park. They're experienced. Most of these guys have two, at least one district title under their belt. They play deep into November and December every single season. Marple Newtown, it's, again, up front, they got to want it more. Right. But, you know, continue to throw it. Get your playmakers involved. Mathis, Dolgarian. And we'll see what they can do here to open up the second half, Dave. Here we go to begin this second half. Number 25, Kenneth in the kickaway for the Knights. Back to return for the Tigers is Christiana and Weathers. Welcome back, our listeners, to the second half. Here's a little squib kick. It's going to be returnable by number 80, the Tigers, who calls for a fair catch. Don't you think he should have ran that, though, Steve? Yeah, he had some running room. He's a sophomore, Colin Ferry, um, but just wanted to catch that and had this offense come out on the field. He might have been told that by special teams coordinator Scott Williams. Anybody in the front line, front few lines, catch that ball. Call a fair catch. Let's get our offense out there. So that's what they're going to do. Clean game by both teams. No turnovers. Some key penalties here and there, but no turnovers is key. Marple Newtown takes the field here, led by Anthony Paoletti. First down and 10, ball spotted on the 19, 11.58 to begin this drive. Paoletti, pistol, he's going to roll to his right, come back to his left. It's going to be a screen pass to Mathis. He's got a block, he's still on his feet, he's tripped up. He's going to be down the sidelines now and be thrown out of bounds in and around the 40-yard line. They're going to say he fumbled and the Knights recover. Recovering it was number six. I don't know if he was down or not, though. Recovery was down by Brown. What an excellent play design, but Mathis is unable to hold on to the ball. <laughs> Hasn't put the ball on the ground all season long. Crucial point to do it here. But when the run game's not working, you got to go with these screens. The screen pass worked there. Unfortunately, Academy Park's able to rip it out. First down and 10 for Academy Park. Not what you want if you're Marple Newtown to open up the second half. First play for the Tigers is the turnover. Knights take over 11.45 here. First down and 10 from the 43. Handoff goes to Miller up the gut. He's going to go off tackle. He's going to take three Tigers with him. Full head of steam and pick up a Knight. First down. All momentum going to Academy Park early. Marple's defense has to settle down, especially up front. Got to get off blocks. Got to find their running back. They're going to the running back every play. They might throw it here. Do not worry about the pass. Sell out for the run if you're this defense. 
That's what they've been doing all game long, having success on the ground in that zone read. Clock is halted as they move the chains. 11.35. Now, first down and 10. As it was a 10-yard carry. Ball spotted on the 33. Moores, shotgun. He's going to go to Miller, up the gut, and he's going to weave his way through three Tigers and be tackled by Carmen Christiana, but not before a decent gain of six. Another nice run there by Miller. Very shifty back. Him and Wright are Teddy Wright. Dejon Miller doing a great job tonight, adding on to their season totals of over 1,000 yards. And Marple Newtown with their backs against the wall here, down 14-0 at County Park, trying to strike once again here. Eight-yard carry, actually. Second down and two from the 24. Moores, shotgun. Tigers sell out. Miller's able to weave his way and pick up a night first down. Tigers are getting a lot of pressure up front initially in the backfield, but... Miller and Wright are able to use their quickness. Very shifty back there, able to create lanes themselves when there aren't holes available. And they're just very good running backs. They pick up another first down here. They have that juke move in that backfield. It's like the R1 button when you're playing that, and he's able to weave his way through guys. Picks up another first down. Ball's at the 21, first down and 10. Shotgun formation for Morse. He's actually going to play action and look down the field. Almost intercepted. It is intercepted. There's flags down on the field as picked off. I believe that's Luke Cantwell who's still on his feet and they're going to knock him out of bounds. We're going to wait to see what the flags are for, though. There's two flags down at the middle of the field. Interception by Luke Cantwell still on the field. We have to wait the call. All right. This We'll see what happens. A pass went to the far sideline, Steve. It was tipped up in the air, and Cantwell was able to corral it. Going to decline. That's Marple Newtown's ball. Huge, huge play. This defense has come up huge all season long. Nothing huger than right now. They come up with a tip pass intercepted by Luke Cantwell, number six. And Marple Newtown's in business now. After giving up a turnover, this team has to get some momentum going now. Let's score a touchdown if you're Marple. Ball spotted at the 42 after the interception by Luke Cantwell. Tigers take over. 10-06 here. Tigers have new life. Paoletti comes out. First down and 10. Two wide receivers on the near side. Behind him is Weathers in the pistol. Paoletti's looking to his left. He's going to go that way for Mathis, and it's going to be intercepted. Excuse me. Knocked out of bounds. It was in and out of the hands. The safety over the top as they're playing cover two, Steve. Nothing long. Number 11 nearly intercepted it along the sidelines. Shannon Phyllis. Yeah, Phyllis doing a great job all season long in safety position. Comes over, helps out his corner there. <clears throat> and Cameron Mathis actually plays defense there as it's in and out of the hands of Phyllis. Mathis has to, I believe he got a hand on it. Incomplete pass. So second down and 10. But Marple's trying to test them deep. Maybe they'll open up some curl routes inside. There's some crossing routes to get this offense moving here in the second half. Clock hold it at 10 minutes here in the third quarter. Second down and 10. Tigers need to gain that momentum going down the field. Paoletti looks to his left. He's going to go over the middle. Diving reception by Carmen Christiana. What a grab over the middle of the field. Wow. What an extension by Carmen Christiana the whole end. He was fully extended. All 5'8 of him was fully extended as he's able to 
reel that in for a Tiger first down. Huge play to move the sticks. And, again, we've seen this twice already in the first half. Marlboro Newtown's able to move down the field, but when they get inside the 20s, that's when the offense has been stolen. What a grab. Puts the ball at the 35 of the night. Trip formation on the far side for Paoletti. They abandon the run. They're going to go to the air. And it's over the middle. Caught by Cameron Mathis. He's within the 10-yard line. What a grab by Mathis. Catch and run. Tigers are in business. First down and goal from the eight. Marple Newtown again connects on those crossing routes. They've had some success this tonight. First half and second half on those crossing routes. Post patterns. This time it goes to Cameron Mathis, the leading receiver in Delaware County. He hauls it in, gets some yards after the catch. Marple Newtown is in business here inside the five-yard line, Dave. Now they put the ball in the five. Tigers have new life. First down and goal from the five. They need to punch this one in. Paletti in the pistol. Hand off the weathers up to gut. He's going to be gang tackled. He's not going to get into the end zone, but picks up a few yards. Yeah, so you need a couple yards there. Second down coming up. Marple Newtown needs a touchdown. Field goal won't do you any good here. Check into the game is Kyle Tobin, so you have to think they're going to try and pound this one in. But against Haverford, we saw a play action. His only reception of the year was on that rollout. And the reason I say you, know, you want points, but again, both teams are limited to possessions. Only three apiece in the first half. You've got to score touchdowns when you have the ball. Actually, they say no gain on the catch. Second down and goal for Paoletti. He's going to hand off the Weathers up the gut. He's going to be met by a few Knights. He's not going to get in once again. Tigers trying to go on the ground. The last two plays has not gotten them anywhere. This run defense of Academy Park is, is fearless. I mean, it's like running into a brick wall. They can't get any movement up front. And it's, credit goes to those linebackers as well of Port and others. They come up and make big plays there. And Marlon Weathers hasn't been able to do much tonight. And with that reception down, Marple Newtown's penalty is set the Delco football single-season passing record. They wind the clock. You have to think they're going to go to the air, Steve. Have to go to the air here. Third down and five. You go back-to-back runs, no gain. I like them trying to stay with the run, but it's not working here. Shotgun formation, two backs. Tigers come out. They go empty backfield now. Trip formation on the far side. Weathers pose in motion. He's going to roll to his right. He's just going to keep it himself, it appears like, and he is going to be in for a Tiger touchdown. Number three calls his own number, gets the Tigers in the board. The all-time leading passer in this single season in Delaware County breaks the 26-year-old record. This time he does it on the ground. Anthony Paoletti scores for the Tigers. They're in business here. Very important extra point. Need to clean hold, clean snap, and a clean kick by Philman to make this a one-possession game. But just what Marple needed, I said score, open up the second half. Didn't work out that way. A couple turnovers back and forth. Got back in Marple's hands, and they were able to do it. Clean snap. Kick is up. Kick is good. Riley Philman makes it 14-7 to the Tigers' trail, but they have momentum swinging their way. 7-21 remaining in the third. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610 356 
2300 or visit drtomgraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. Paoletti set the Delver County reception record on that drive. He then calls his own number, gets into the end zone, puts the Tigers within striking distance. They trail 14-7. In the kick, this one away is Luke Siverdelli. We see what the Tigers are like. They decided to do a squib kick last time. And that's what they like to do this time. Again, it's going to roll right to number four in Martin. And he's going to try and weave his way around. He makes two Tigers miss. And he's going to be down that sideline. They're at midfield. And he's going to be on his feet. He's still on his feet. He cups back. And this completely takes the life out of Marple Newtown. That's going to be a 75-yard touchdown return after the squib kick. They try to do a squib kick. I believe that was number four. You're right. I believe that was number four. Of Academy Park there. Jamal Martin. Yeah, Martin. He's a lethal kick returner. Had one last week against Bishop Shanahan, but he stays patient, tries to find blocks. I mean, Coach Kicking's about 10 yards onto the field. Well, there was a blatant, blatant, blatant block, block in the back there right about the 10-yard line, which would have been crucial, but it still set them up with some good field position, but it was crucial there that <laughs> they forgot to throw the flag there. Nonetheless, 20-7 to pending this two-point conversion. I mean, that's all they did in the first half was throw to flags. They decided not to in the second half. They're going to actually attempt the extra point. Number 25 is in to attempt at Kenneth out of number three, Perkins Hold. They normally go for two, though. And they still can out of this formation. Clean snap. The kick is blocked. Kick is blocked by Marple Newtown. They do not get it, but they do get a kick return touchdown. They give them a 20 to 7 lead. We, you are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the Marple Newtown Football Tigers. Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. Martin's official kick return touchdown was from 71 yards out. 6.57 here in the third quarter. So we've instantly seen two touchdowns. Special teams is key. That's a huge blow to Marple Newtown. But, hey, they got the extra point blocked, 20-7. to seven. So you make it a two-possession game. And you get this offense who was reeling on that opening possession, get them the ball back. So got to be positive if you're Marple Newtown. Plenty of time left. Kenneth in the kick this one away. It's just a little... 
Oh, that has to be a flag. That's, that has to be an ejection almost, Steve. He grabbed his face mask, and then he hits him after the whistle. That's 15 yards. Give Marple Newtown the ball across the 50. <clears throat> and if you're a Tiger, you're pissed off about that because clear, fair catch. He's hit twice. It was a fair catch by the front line, so that's mainly Lyman. Jim? Yeah, I mean, Steve, why attempt basically an onside kick there? It, 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 what, is, what is the issue? I mean, it, Well, they're, they, they're trying to keep the ball away from Weathers and Christiana, but they've been doing these little bloop kicks that have kind of been working, but there was a little bit of the onside Up 20-7, to seven, though. I mean, it doesn't seem like it's, it's very well thought out coaching on, on the AP side of the, of the field. Well, it's going to come back to haunt them as – I don't know what they're discussing out here, but... It potentially could be an ejection seat because they face mask and then hit him after he waved there for the fair catch. There was I want to be surprised. Hits, right? there, was two hit, there was two separate hits. And it's alignment. I mean, the defense for AP, let's face it, playing very well, kicked that ball deep. And that's exactly what Marple Newtown should have done. Whoa, whoa, whoa. They pick up the flag? There is no way they can pick up that flag. They... they Hold on. Pa I'm trying to figure out. Marple Newtown's got a personal fail, and then it was a kick-catch interference by. So they're going to offset it. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a total joke. That's that's terrible. Their own guy got whacked after the play. Twice. All right. Nonetheless, Marple Newtown's going to take over here. Tigers take over. 6.51 here in the third quarter to Clark. The crowd's not happy, and rightfully so, but Paoletti's got to come out. First down and 10 from the 42. Pistol. He's going to look over the middle. Then he is going to elude a tackler and then fumble the ball. Marple Newtown's going to jump on top of it, but forcing another fumble. Got to block. You got to protect. guys up front. Got to protect your quarterback. Port was in on it. Kenneth was in on the sack as well. As the ball's going to be placed all the way back now at the 30. It's going to be about a 12-yard loss. If you're Marbury Tank, offensive line, give Paoletti just enough time. He's finding his receivers. Receivers are making plays. The O-line has to move their feet. Got to stop reaching, holding. Just hold it for a couple more seconds and give Paoletti enough time to get it out of his arm. About second down and 22 for Paoletti at the own 30. He's going to roll to his right, come back to his left for a, for a simple screen pass intended for Cameron Mathis. That was a smart play by him. He, he saw it was covered. It was a hammer screen, double screen. They screened the right and then double, uh, hammer screen back to Mathis. And it was covered very well, so he just threw it into the dirt at Mathis' feet. So very good job there by Paoletti, the junior. Heads up play. Going to bring up third down and 22, but, you know, it could have been a lot worse there. Clock halted at 6.01. Tigers trail 20-7. The Knights have a kick return touchdown. They also ran it in. One from 10, one from 5. Marple Newtown's touchdown came on the ground as well as Paoletti rolled to the right from five yards out. He's also set a Delaware County record tonight through the air. Nevertheless, third down and 22. He's going to look to his right and then go down the field. Intended in and out of the hands of Riley Philman. He had the first down and more at midfield. Unable to reel it in. You're Marple Newtown. You gotta make that play to get back in this one because now they're gonna have to punt. Yeah, they're gonna have to punt it back again to dangerous return man who just returned the kickoff. So if you're Riley filming, you definitely want that one back. 
As Luke Lazowicki is trying to pump up the sideline, get these guys up. They look dejected, and there's no need to be because it's only a 13-point game. Two possessions with 5.56 to go here in the third quarter. Plenty, Phil, plenty of time. Phils and Martin in the return of Philman punt. Fourth down and 22. Clean snap. They go for the block. Doesn't What a punt by Philman. It's going to be all the way back by the 30 for Phils to return. And he's going to go down the sidelines once again and finally be tripped up around the 50. He is electrifying. Oh, Marple Newtown's got to play solid defense here. Get the ball back, whether it's turnovers or not. I don't expect AP to put it in the air. Not sure why they put it in the air last time. Doesn't make any sense there. All the success they've been having on the ground, they put it in the air, and it's interception. So they hurt themselves there as Marple was able to capitalize. But It's going to be first down and 10. Balls are at the 48-yard line. Clock at 5.52 here in the third quarter. Morris comes out, shotgun formation. Expect to run. And indeed it is. It goes right up the gut to Miller, who's going to take three tires and go to the second level and take them. What a run. He goes for 12. Marple, I know they're trying to strip the ball here, but it's too early to do that. Get, get the guy down, tackle, and bring him down. Because when you start stripping, he's going to keep turning those legs. Go low at him and bring him down. Clock continues to wind, 5.30, 5.29, 5.28 here in the third. Knights have a first down, first down and 10 from the 38. It's going to go right this time. Wright weaves his way in for a first down. He's going to be tackled by Carmen Christiana, but this one-two punch of Academy Park is truly winding down because this Tigers team looks tired. Yeah, they're, they're wearing out the Tiger front. I mean, these are big, big offensive linemen, and they're just coming down with down blocks on these smaller defensive tackles of Marple Newtown. First down and 10 from the 27. The pitch play to right, and there's a flag on the play in the area. Eric, I believe it's a false start. Yeah, false start, illegal shift in the area. That should back Academy Park up five yards. Yes, sir. I'll start on Academy Park. And that'll hurt you in a drive when you're trying to close out a team here because a touchdown here is a dagger for Marple Newtown. But very important to keep them out of the end zone on this drive. If you're Marple Newtown, they're thinking turnover. More importantly, you just got to get the ball back. You have a quarterback that you trust can go down the field in less than five plays. First down and 15 from the 32 are the Knights. Moore, shotgun. He's going to look to put in the air. Double move down the sidelines. What a throw intended for Burden in and out of the end zone. Huh? But he had his man beat. Yeah, he very good double move there. Pump fake. Nice throw, nice route. Just a little outside and over his head. And going to bring up second down and 15. So Marple Newtown has him right where they want him. Expect a running play in here inside zone, which has been working for them all game long. One play I saw on film, Steve, I really haven't seen yet, is that jet sweep. Expect that to be in the playbook within the next two quarters. Yeah, they ran the motion and handed it off inside. Expect them to run it. You're right, Dave. Shotgun formation, four wide receivers from Moores. Who's going to hand it off? And Kacha Kachas and company is going to tackle. I believe that was right. It's either Wright or Miller who got the handoff. It was right. And again, you're... <coughs> 
in four-down territory, no man's land. So Academy Park doesn't need all these yards here on third down. So they spot it. We've seen that screenplay they've ran, wide receiver screenplay. We've seen that counter pitch play inside, like a little shovel pass. Third down and 13. Tigers down 20-7, to seven, less than four minutes to go here in the third. Main goes in motion for the Knights, and here comes that jet sweep. Goes the burden. Tigers are able to corral them. It's going to be fourth down and long. Most likely they're going to go for it because it's too long for a field goal. Hey, without a doubt. Again, you didn't need all the yards there, so good call there. Make it fourth down and manageable. And you called it that jet sweep. They finally ran it there. Marbury does a pretty good job defending it. About a six-yard game, but a big fourth down and seven. Marple Newtown's defense has to get off the field here. No question about it. Ball's at the 31, fourth down and seven. Three minutes here in the third quarter. Moore's shotgun. Trip formation on the far side. On his left hip is right. Crowd coming alive. It's going to be fumbled, and Moore's jumps on top of it. Tigers take over on downs. That is something that Coach Kicking needed. Well, that's why you're 11-1. That's why this defense only allows eight points a game, creates a bunch of turnovers. And that's exactly what you needed, Dave, as this offense has to get the ball moving. 2.55 to go. Plenty of time in the third quarter in the, in the game, but 2.55 here in the third. Touchdown on this drive will be huge. So the Tigers take over, first down and 10. Ball's going to be on the 27-yard line. Paoletti, 2.55 here in the third quarter. Defense has forced two turnovers. The turnover's on down in the Luke Cantwell interception off the tipped pass, which led to Paoletti's run to receive this turnover and downs. Allows Marple Newtown to get points off turnovers once again. And the screw is now talking. I don't know what they're talking about, though, Steve. Do you? Steve? Not sure line of what's going on here. I guess it had to do with the chains. So first down and 10 from the 27 as they finally get it, I guess, ready to go. They're still talking about it, but you think in the semifinal game, they know what they're doing on the sideline. Yeah, all in all, not a terribly officiated game. <laughs> Everyone's always critical of the officials. They have a tough job out there, but there has been some. It's an interesting call, to say the least. Calls. Um, Eric, do you have any idea what's going on? Because I really don't. I, I don't know. I think your guess is as good as mine, along with everybody else in the stands. The referees are. There's no way there should be a penalty on Marple Newtown. There's no, no there, way. There's yeah. no penalty. I don't know what, what they're waiting to do here. Or now they did throw a penalty. It looks like they're set now, and, and here we go. First and 10 from the Marple 27. He picked up the flag with no explanation. So, nonetheless, let's get this drive going. First down and 10 from the 27, Paoletti. Pistol formation. It's going to be a toss to Weathers. Reverse by Mattis, who almost fumbles it, picks it up, stiff arms a man, and he's going to be down Academy Park's sideline. A reverse play that was almost devastating. Yeah, <laughs> that could have been bad. But, again, they run that pitch to the left, reverse it back to Mathis to the right. He's able to scoop it up and <laughs> gains about seven yards there, six to seven yards. So 
pretty good play on first down. It could have been a disaster. Now, Steve, I'm waiting for that pitch back where we saw early in the season. Paoletti, he's it down the field. We've seen it reverse twice. We see what Coach Gicking's got in the playbook. Second down and about four to go. Paoletti, pistol, trips on the f- near side. He's going to look that way. Man in his face, and he's just going to float it in and out of the hands of Marlon Weathers. Good pressure, and coming up was number eight to tackle Weathers and force that incomplete pass. That is uh, Essa Fox. Probably better off if it was incomplete because I think he would have been hit immediately behind the line of scrimmage. Try to set up a screen there, but I've never seen a def- defense defend screen so well as the county park has, especially tonight. Well, they probably faced it all season. You have the speed, and you want to try and fool that yeah, speed. Yeah, slow them up a little bit. And Marple Newtown probably has less than 10 yards rushing tonight. They really had not gotten the running game going. It's been all 30 air for Paoletti. Third down and four from the 34. Trip formation on the near side. Read option goes to Weathers. And he is slammed down in the backfield. You would think they'd probably go for it, Steve? I would. That was uh, a read option, and Tigers are going to elect a punt. He got it. Uh, he lost some yards there, so. There's too much time left. Again, if you give him the ball here, it's. Potentially, correct. Yeah. So it's, we're still waiting on the loss of yardage. I think it's about a loss of three. Yeah, it would have been fourth and fourth, and they lost three yards on that. So, so Martin makes an easy decision to send out your punt unit, play field position. Defenses come up big for you. They only let up two touchdowns. Remember that one was on uh, the kickoff return. Feldman's in the boot this one away. It's a fake by Marple Newtown to Carmen Christiana. He's got the first down. He's going down the sidelines. There's going to be a flag on the play from a far judge for a face mask. Marple Newtown's in business. What a call by Coach Gicking. What a gutsy call there. So we're going to have to wait to make sure it is a face. It looked like a face mask. But there was a flag back. Would you see one up here? I thought it was. No, that's where I saw it too. So it depends if it's holding or a face mask. We'll see. Was there one or two flags? Ugh. Face mask against Academy Park. They're going to offset fourth down. So the the fake punt's not going not gonna to work. They're going to probably have to punt this one away now. What was the call? So I believe, Eric, it was a block in the back or a hold? I thought it was a hold on Marple and a face mask on Academy Park, which they offset. So they're going to replay the down now, fourth and seven for Marple. They're going to lead their offense on the field because that surprise is no longer. They're going to go for it, Steve. So I don't, I don't fully understand where the block is came from. I saw the face mask foul from about 20 yards out by the back judge. It's fourth and seven after offsetting penalty, which again was very interesting. As there's 58 seconds remaining here in the third. They're going to line up to go for it here. Gutsy, gutsy play call here by Coach Gicking. But you're in the district semifinals. You got to get something going here. Man goes in motion. And it's going to be a false start, it appears like. We're going to have to wait for the call, but 
Port was about three yards into the backfield and slammed uh. into the offensive lineman. They're going to call it against Marple Newtown? Now they're going to have to punt it. All right. It's going to make a fourth down and 12, but I didn't see a man move. It was a far, it's a guy on the far end. I don't know if it was a tight end or a tackle, but that's where they called it. We're Again, our vantage point's hard to see. We're not in the press box now. We're on the away stands, and that's where they threw the flag. So could be a blessing in disguise because now you're able to punt it away here, fourth play some 12, defense. Fourth and 12 from the 26. Clean snap. They go for the block. High, end over end. It's returnable for Martin. And then nice tackle. What a tackle there. Unbelievable. Yeah, that's Jack Fallows coming in and holding on because it looked like Miller had plenty of room there to run, and Fallows held on to that and brought down. It looked like Martin was the returner, and he tried to get out of Fallows' tackling. He just held on to his ankle. He wasn't letting go. He held on for dear life, Dave. It's first down and 10. Ball spotted at the 43-yard line. This drive will begin with 28 seconds remaining. Marble Newtown needs life. They had the fake punt called back off offsetting penalties. It's going to be a handoff up the gut, and he is going for the strip. Tobin goes to the strip, unable to get it. But the handoff goes to Miller. It's going to be a tackle for a loss, and Coach Gicking is trying to rally the troops. Yeah, we're going to go into the fourth quarter, Dave. 20-7, to Marple Newtown still has some life. Down 13. It's going to be second down and about 11 when we come back on the other side. Your score, Academy Park, 20. Marple Newtown, 7 as we head to the fourth. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. Berman's Medical Supplies specializes in urological supplies, including catheters. Berman's offers top-of-the-line products with discreet delivery. We deliver same-day to local residences and guarantee overnight shipping to anyone living outside of our delivery area. Our patient-centered customer service has established Berman's as one of the region's premier providers of urological supplies. For the medical supplies you need, when you need them, call toll-free at 844-800-5777. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. We head to the fourth. The Knights lead. They have the ball. It's going to be second down and 12 from their own 41. The Tigers need a turnover. Yes, they do. This defense has been <clears throat> solid. And stout all season long for Coach Harry Gicking. And I'm sure he's dialing something up good here. Let's see if the players can execute and try to get this ball back. Second and 12, Academy ball, Academy Park ball. Shotgun for Moores. Clean snap. It's going to go to Miller around the outside. He's got a running lane. The full head of steam. He's got a first down. He's in the Marple Newtown territory. Ball is spotted at the 45. He gets that edge, and he can move. As Miller cuts up and picks up a first down for the Knights of Academy Park. And you have to credit the big fellas up front. They truly worn down this Tigers front, who's quicker, but they don't have the same size. You got it, yeah. They're quick off the ball, Marple Newtown, but just under size, especially in the middle there. 
First down and 10 from the 45. Moores, man goes in motion off the jet sweep. Is actually going to fake the jet sweep and go to Miller. Tigers trying to punch it out. He goes up the gut. He's going to gain about five. Second down and about five, maybe four. Six-yard gain, it looks like, on the first down carry. Exactly what you want if you're the Knights. Chew up the clock, get about five to six yards, even four yards every carry. Well, you keep the ball out of Marple Newtown's hands. Fans back home, this is basically a triple option offense. It's a read option with the quarterback. It's either going to go up the gut or to the man in motion. Moore, second down and four from the 39. It's a handoff. It's going to go to, I believe, Miller up the gut, and he's going to have another first down. Yep, another first down. Move the sticks. The way County Park's running this ball, you got to hope for a bad exchange or try to pop that ball loose as they're bringing in big Luke Lazowicki to try to stuff that middle there. They add another big defensive lineman to clog the lanes. First down and 10. The Knights in no hurry as the ball's on the 34. That's under 10.30 here in the fourth. Academy Park, 20. Tigers, 7. Moores, shotgun. The read option, actually, it's going to be number two, I believe, is Burden, who was in that quarterback. That is Burden. He did a read option, and he got hit at the line of scrimmage. Yeah, good job there by Marple Newtown. Stout there at the line of scrimmage. Looked like Cantwell was able to finish off the runner for Academy Park. We're just under 10 minutes to go, listeners. Marple Newtown round third by 13 points, 20-7 to seven here in the District 1 5A semifinal game. Trying no, to advance next week. No gain on the play. Moores in the shotgun. It's going to go to Miller around the outside. Off tackle. He makes one man miss, a second man miss, and he's still on his feet. And then eventually bottled up. Going to bring up third down. Let's see where they spot it. it. Appears they got about six on the carry. So you're yeah. seeing five, six, seven yards per carry by the Knights. It's a big play right here for the Tigers defense. Try to get off the field here. Again, probably four down territory. If you're Coach Jason Voschewski of Academy Park. It's going to be twins. It's going to be backs. So Morris is going to have two running backs on his hips. Big Luke is adjusted at the line. High snap. And Morris is going to be slammed in the backfield. That is the break the Tigers are looking for. Yeah. Wong, Moss, Tobin all in on the play. Sometimes you need a break, and there you have it. Right there. So now it's fourth down. Academy Park doesn't pass much again. Moore's passed eight times last week. When he has to, he can do it. He's capable of doing it. But now it's fourth down and nine. It's going to be a loss of five, Steve, on that exchange. They're not going to be in any hurry. We really haven't seen them punt today. No, they haven't punted. But the clock is against Marple now. About eight minutes to go in this ball game, And looks like County Park's going to burn a timeout. They're going to burn a timeout. We're going to take a timeout ourselves. The Knights lead 20-7, 8.07 here in the fourth quarter. You're listening to Marble Newtown Football on Tigers Radio Network. 
Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Century 21 Alliance agent Sandra McCulley has 15 years of real estate experience and is a lifelong resident of Delaware County. Sandra is a multi-million dollar producer and a Century 21 Quality Service Award agent. Her three children are Strathaven graduates. Let Sandra's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Call Sandra now to discuss your home buying or selling needs at 610-586-1300, extension 353. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Here we go. Fourth quarter. Fourth down and nine. The Knights are going to go for it. This is a big moment in this game. Voshevsky's going to go for it. Moore's just going to look to his left, go back to his right, and then short hops an incomplete pass. Tigers take over on downs. They need this drive, Steve. They need 8-0-3. They need two scores. Filman. Can stay on the field as a receiver. No need to go back to, in the punt formation because ain't no time to punt the ball. As Marple has 8.03 to go, 20-7, to 7, down 13 points. And they need points quick here on this drive. Fully expect almost every play to be a pass. First down and 10 from the 33. Paletti. Pistol. Low snap, Paletti is going to throw it over the middle. It's going to be intercepted at midfield by Teddy Wright. He's going to weave his way down in the third. He looks like he just airmailed it. Yeah, that one sat on him, and a Tiger player is down on the field. Tigers down on the field. We're going to step aside ourselves. Tigers trail 20-7, 7.52 remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and the Tigers Radio Network. Wherever weights are racked, rackets are swung. To move is to live. And wherever you find bodies in motion, you'll find people who've rebuilt their lives with the help of Rothman Institute. Balls are pitched, skates are laced. More bones repaired, more joints replaced. No body in our region has done more for more bodies than Rothman. Lawns are mowed, swings are pushed. So when you're ready to run again, ride again, move again, live again, think Rothman first. RothmanInstitute.com High School Playoff Football is almost here. HavenFootball.net will be bringing you all the playoff excitement by broadcasting one playoff game each week right up to the District 1 Championships. Playoffs start November 4th. Don't miss one minute of all the excitement and thrills of playoff football. Go to HavenFootball.net for dates and times of each broadcast. Our broadcasts will be available live and on our archives. HavenFootball.net. High School Football never sounded so good. Welcome back. The injured Tiger is helped off the field, but nevertheless, a critical interception by Anthony Paoletti over the middle of the field. Too tall for his intended target, went to the safety. He returns it back to Marple Newtown's 37-yard line, and that's where this drive will begin. Yep, uncharacteristic mistake there by Paoletti to have that one sound him. But defense has to come out, keep their heads up, try to get this ball back. 7.52 here. In the fourth, Moores, shotgun. 
It's going to go to right to reward him. He's going to weave his way through the Marple Newtown line and gain a Marple. And wow, he's going to get the 11. So it's going to be a first down for the Knights. Yep, first down. They'll stop the clock as they reset the chains. But 7.40 and counting here. 20 to 7, Academy Park. Looks like they're on their way to a consecutive district title game. They're third in four years. But again, they're the defending champs, Steve. Yep, defending champs. There's still plenty of time here for Marple to try to get back in this game, but they have to make a stop here and keep Academy Park out of the end zone. First down and 10 from the 25. They're going to let the clock wind down all the way. Handed it off the right up the gut, and he's going to be dragged down by Tobin, but not before another gain of about six or seven. Yeah, again, Marple Newtown trying to strip the ball, but you have to secure the tackle first. When you just go right at the ball, you're letting them get extra yards there. It's easier to pick up the first down and keep your legs turning. So you've got to have one guy at least wrap him up and another guy come in if you're trying to get that ball. Ball is spotted down at the 19-yard line. Give right six. Second down and four. Moores, shotgun, three wide receivers. High snap goes the right up the gut. He's going to be dragged down. Tiger's going for that strip. He continues to drive his feet, and he's going to have a night first down. It's because Marble Newtown's going for the strip. They're not going for his legs. Yeah, they're trying to get that ball back. And tough, tough game tonight for Marple Newtown. County Park has been controlling that line of scrimmage. And also controlling the clock. It's been a very quick game. It gets down to the 12. First down and 10. Six minutes here in the fourth. Moore's handoff and in. See if he got in or not. It is a touchdown for the Knights. I believe that was right. It is right. This time he scores from 12 yards out. He has one from five. Now he has one from 12. That'll make it 26-7. to seven. Pending the extra point here. Marpenutown has their hands full. Down by three scores. 5.51 remaining. And... I don't know. It looks like they might be going for it again. Springfield currently leads Henderson 21 to nothing. So you're looking at an all Delco title game. And they will go for two. Moore's in the shotgun. A very odd formation. Port's going to be on his right hip. And a flag. But if you're Marple Newtown, you're Anthony Paletti. Coach Jason giving him some things to do out there when they get the ball back is hey you didn't come this far for nothing the fold here with 551 I don't care what the score is so the penalty is going to be against the Knights backs them up five yards they're still going to go for it so they're still going for two I believe now it's from the seven Steve yeah it's a five yard penalty from the seven yard line ball goes over his head and it's going to be rolled around on the ground. The play is dead. The two-point conversion is no good. Knights have a 26-7 lead here in the fourth. 5.51 remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football on the Tigers Radio Network. 
Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball. Virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold. Or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. You're listening to the Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Welcome back. The Knights score Teddy Wright's second of the game. They lead 26-7. Paoletti has one touchdown this evening, and that was a quarterback keeper off a of boot. I'm not sure why people are leaving the stadium so early. It's like we're at the Lincoln Financial trying to beat traffic, but <laughs> this game ain't over yet. Number 25 in the kick this one away for the Knights. Kenneth. It's going to be kicked deep. It's going to be returnable for Carmen Christiana in and around the 10-yard line. It's going to come to the near side, go up the gut. He's throwing his feet. He's got one man to beat, and he's at midfield, and Morden's going to be able to push him out of bounds at the 40-yard line of the Knights. Well, big play. In a comeback, you need a big play like that, and that'll start it off, but Marvin Newtown has to score quick here. You need three scores. That's about a 40-yard, if not 50-yard return. And technically, you don't need three touchdowns. You need two scores with two two-point conversions mm -hmm. and a field goal to tie this up. So First down and 10. They're going to mark it at the 43. Tigers need to get into the end zone. Trip formation on the far side. Ports chasing down Paoletti, who stays on his feet and heaves it in the air. Intended for Dash Dolgarian. He's hit out of bounds. It would have been a tough reception. What a play to get out of there by Anthony Paoletti. Stay on his feet. And a Tiger is down in the secondary. Tiger's down. We're going to step aside. They trail 26-7, 5.31 remaining. You are listening to Marple Newtown Football and Tigers Radio Network. Searching for a reliable heating and air conditioning company? Then DZO Mechanical is here to fulfill your every need. Privately owned, DZO offers residential and commercial services in heating, air conditioning, and ventilation. Since 2000, DZO has proudly served the Delaware County and Tri-State area, offering customers great service at fair rates. For a free estimate, call DZO at 484-454-3346 or online at www. DZOMechanical.com If you suffer from back or neck pain, injury or headaches, then Dr. Tom Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center are here to help. Dr. Graziano and the Advanced Chiropractic Center have been serving Delaware County residents for over 15 years. They take a gentle approach and utilize current techniques to help manage your pain. To address your back and neck related pain or injuries, call the Advanced Chiropractic Center today at 610-356-2300 or visit DrTomGraziano.com and tell them the Tigers Radio Network sent you. Zenith Public Adjusters proudly supports the Marple Newtown Football Tigers, Coach Gicking and his staff. Zenith Public Adjusters ask, if you feel you may have property damage to your home or business, 
to allow us an opportunity to review your coverage and consult on the full extent of your damages. All consultations are at no cost. Zenith Public Adjusters remains immensely grateful to all of our existing and past customers. Customer referrals make up over 95% of our client base. When disaster strikes, call morning, noon, or night. Zenith Public Adjusters are open and ready for your call. Call 610-359-8454 for more details. Once again, that is 610-359-8454. This is the Tigers Radio Network, and you're listening to exclusive coverage of the Marple Newtown Tigers on www.marplenewtownfootball.com. Welcome back. The injured Tiger, Tiger hobbles off the field. Incomplete pass. Second down and 10, 531 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Second down and 10 for Paoletti. Trip formation. He's looking to go down the field off his back foot. Intended for Carmen Christian, who comes down with it. He's had himself a very nice game. Yeah, and Christian comes back to the ball there. Pele has to throw off his back foot. He's able to haul it in there. Clock will stop as the chains are set. They're set now. 5-17 and counting. Marple down 26-7 here in the fourth quarter. Ball's going to be spotted down at the 18-yard line. First down and 10. Five minutes to go. Tigers need a score. Four wide receivers. Paletti has a free rusher. It's a screen pass to Marlon Weathers, who's got a running lane. He's still on his feet. He bounces off one tackler. Looks like a horse collar. They don't call it, and he's going to be down. Coach, the coaches along the sidelines are furious because Weathers got hit late. Yeah, you got, you got to play the whistle here. PIAA refs have lost control of this game in a couple ways. But nonetheless, Marple Newtown will pick up another first down. First down and goal. Clock's up 445. Trying to get into the end zone here. First Again. down and goal from the nine goes Paoletti. He's going to look to his left and then throw a rocket over the middle. Pass interference in the end zone on Martin. They yeah. finally get a flag. There's yeah. a Bronx cheer. <laughs> He got tugged pretty hard there. Good call there by the back judge. And that's going to be half the distance to the goal. It's a 15-yard penalty, but it's going to be half the distance to the goal and remain first down. So it's going to be at about the four-and-a-half-yard line for Marple Newtown. The clock stops, though, most importantly. As it's going to be half the distance, should be about at the five-yard line. First down and goal from the five. 4.37 remaining here in the fourth quarter. Tigers trail 26-7. Four wide receivers. Trips formation on the near side. Paoletti's going to look to his right. He's going to throw into the back of the end zone and intercepted by number six of the Knights. That one hurts. Devontae Brown in the corner of the end zone. They're going to throw a flag. I don't know what the flag's on. I think it's against Marple Newtown because Coach Gicking has lost it. Unfortunately, Marple Newtown turns it over there, and any sort of comeback that they were trying to mount is halted. 
I don't know what Coach Coach Gicking has completely lost it. He is yelling at the coaches. Now he's yelling back at the referees. Regardless, it's an interception. First down and 10. They took over at the 20. 4.30 remaining until Academy Park will be headed to the District 1 5A Championship. As the handoff goes up the gut, he's going to fall down. It's going to be a gain of about 6 or 7, though, for the back. I believe that was number 9 in Miller on the handoff. And the clock continues to run here. Second down and four after the six-yard carry by Miller. Four minutes remaining. Shotgun formation. They're going to let this clock wind all the way down. Goes to Miller once again. Tigers playing for the run. And he's going to bounce it to the outside. I believe it's no gain on the play, but not out of bounds. He did gain a yard. Actually, they're going to give him the first down. Why not? So the clock continues to run here. First down and 10 from the 30. Here, Rocky music in the background. It's going to be a handoff to Miller up the gut. Tigers going for the strip. Two fifty-six remaining. Marple down twenty-six to seven. And if this score remains the same, Upper Darby on, uh, Academy Park on top. I mean. Can't take anything away from these guys. 11 wins, the most in school history. These seniors will go out with 25 wins, the most in program history. There was a flag on the play. I completely didn't see it. Eric? Yeah, I'm trying to figure this one out as well. Referees Looks like a personal coming foul. in right now, huddling up. Let's see the call. I mean, these guys in the second half, really have not been consistent at all. It's going to be a personal foul yeah. against Marple Newtown, probably because they were going for that strip, Steve, maybe. Yeah, not sure, but. It's going to put the ball at the 46. As I, as I was saying, a lot of credit goes to this coaching staff and these kids who will be back this is in the this second, spot next year. This is the second consecutive season that the Marple Newtown Tigers have reached the semifinals. They never did that before Coach Gicking. So it's a compliment to the entire coaching staff as a handoff goes for about no gain. Coach Gicking is out, out midfield. I believe he's going to call timeout. Yeah, he's going to call timeout. We're going to keep it here, though, Steve. I mean, Marble Newtown's had a great season. Paoletti breaks a Delaware County record through the air. He owns almost every passing record that he broke that from his own coach in Chris Gicking. The defense was tremendous. Cooper Moss was all over the field this year. He complimented him with several Tigers. Carmen Christiana had a stellar senior campaign. Everybody pretty much, Marlon Weathers alone, 
he was, his numbers this year for a sophomore running back, he eclipsed over 1,000 yards, and he had 16 touchdowns. Yeah, an incredible year by all these guys. Incredible, incredible year by, especially these seniors, but against Paoletti, Moss, Lazowicki, Christiana. Mathis. Math. I mean, you can go on and on. Rankin, a lot of these guys, Dan Payne, Dylan Conan, had a hell of a year this year. Again, the most wins in program history. These seniors will go out the winningest class in program history. Central League champs for the first time in almost 40 years. I mean, again, it's painful tonight, but when you wake up tomorrow, when you wake up next week, you're going to look back and say, what a season. Yeah. It's going to be a reverse play to Burden, who's going to be knocked by Hooper Moss. It's going to be picked up by number 57 of the Tigers. That's what Academy Parks are trying to do, a reverse play with less than three minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Jim, what do you think of, what do you think of Coach Vo going for a reverse play in the fourth quarter with three minutes to go? Well, I mean, I think what you're seeing here, guys, is certain people think they invented the game. And honestly... Guy's a good coach. You see the program that he's built here. It's 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 definitely incredible. At one time, AP, you know, I, I, going back long time now, they were the doormat, but they are a great program. But this is really a very peculiar, some peculiar calls uh, out of that coaching staff, no doubt. So Marple Newtown now actually gets some life back after a reverse call. So balls on the twenty-one, first down and ten, two fourteen here in the fourth. Weathers goes in motion to the near side. Palais is going to roll to his right, come back to his left, and throw towards the end zone in the double coverage. Incomplete, no flag on the play. I believe that was intended for Dolgarian, but unsure. It's on the far side. Maybe Christiana, a little throwback pass. So It was Christiana, you flanker correct. out, you're running back. Marlon Weathers to the right. He rolled that way and make a throwback pass. But it looked like it was double coverage, well defended. Second down and 10, 2.07 to go. Marple Newtown trailing here, 26-7. to seven. Incomplete pass, halts the clock at 2.07. Second down and 10 from the 21. Paletti, pistol, trip formation on the near side. Mathis, Dolgarian, and Philman. They bring the blitz. He's going to step up in the pocket, and Port's just going to throw him down. He is one heck of a football player. Yep, he's sacked there. Nothing Paletti can do there. He's limping. It's going to be about a 10-yard loss off the sack. This has been the story of the game. Marple Newtown gets decent field position in a no-man's land, especially in the first half, Steve. They're in no-man's land, and then they just back them up. Third down, fourth down, and forever. Yeah, I mean, they were really broke this game apart was that kick return after you just scored down 14-7. That really took a lot of air out of this team, and I don't think they've recovered since. It's going to be Paoletti. Screen pass to Cameron Mathis around the outside. He's going to be slammed down to the ground. He's going to gain a few yards. Tigers are going to go for it on fourth. They're going to burn a timeout and talk it over. You gotta think Paoletti is going towards the end zone on this play. Well, you can still get a first down, but I mean, you need to get. Again, they move it up so maybe 17 yards to get the first down. Yeah, fourth and 17, 111 to go. I mean, 
at this point, not much you can do down 19. Need three scores to win. And <laughs> but we were talking about this team. It's in the right direction. Marple Newtown's program, 11 wins, program record. You have Paoletti. The seniors on this team have truly made an impact, showing the younger guys. You see a Luke Lazowicki coming out. He's, he's hurt. You can see he has a cast out, but he is in this game. And it shows Paoletti last week playing hurt, this week playing hurt. Everybody's banged up. But it's the guys that truly make that next step and shows that they're ready to make an impact. Well, coach, coach kicking this group, the groups from 2014 year, 2015 year, they've created a, an expectation now. They expect Marple Newtown to be in the mix, essentially. They expect Marple Newtown to be in the playoffs in the semifinals. This is an expectation. And now we're not going to be talking in two, three years, we're not going to be talking about, uh, when, when was this record broken, 30 years? No, we broke a record two years old. Well, we're back in here the second year in a row. So where we have come as a program has been remarkable, and these guys have to be proud of themselves. Fourth down and 18 from the 29's Paoletti. Paoletti's looking to his right. He's going to go over in the middle, and it's going to be batted down, intended for Riley Fillman. Turnover on downs. And that will do it. Good pass defending there by Phyllis, and... AP will take over. Up by 19 with 106 to go, and they'll have to run it, kneel it a few times. and You have to think they'll just take a knee. Yeah, and they'll be on their way to the district final. Looks like against Springfield, and that game will be at Springfield High School. It'll be against one and two seeds as Springfield won. I believe they won. They were up 21-0 last time we checked, so it's a stifling defense over there. That should be a great matchup, and... They are going to. It's going to be a knee. They're going to have to take another one as there's one minute remaining. Academy Park is going to win. 26. Marple Newtown. 7. The Tigers unable to capitalize. They got down to about the 10. They had a penalty early on and backed them up. They're unable to capitalize. Furthermore, the same story. Marple Newtown in the second half trying to get back into it. They used the special teams. They had the fake punt. They're unable because of offsetting penalties. And that's one thing I would say, Steve. Heading into next year, Marple Newtown must clean up the penalties. They have way too many penalties this yeah, year. Well, you got a lot of guys coming back. You're losing Christiana, Mathis. Moss, Lazowick, you're losing a lot of guys, but you got a lot of coming back, and there's nothing. You hear these these fans over here standing up. What a year, a historic year. No one can take this away from Marple Newtown. Coach Gicking, these seniors, this entire school and community. I mean, Marple had more people tonight on an away game than Academy Park did. Unfortunately, it didn't go their way. They're going to get right back at it in December and get ready for next year and guarantee you they'll be back in this position okay. a year I, from today. I just want to thank everybody from the Tigers Radio Network. We had everybody playing a role. We had Jim Olsman. Tremendous season. Yeah, it was a great season and, uh, you know, look. What is this? Uh, broadcast number 10, 11? I know we didn't do 11. the Lower Marion game, so um, but uh, yeah, it was tremendous. I thank everyone listening. I thank everyone being patient earlier on this evening with the uh, some of the issues we were having with the broadcast and a special shout-out to our folks at EasyStream.com who were uh, 
on the back end of that fixing it. And uh, hats off to this AP program. I know I was a little critical of these guys, but I do mean it when I say that they have a tremendous coaching staff who's made this Knights team rise from the ashes. And um, to Coach Foseski, uh, uh, you know, hats off to him and to his brother, uh, who's uh, also a terrific coach and, and a, uh, a a teacher at Marple Newtown. Congrats. I know they're going back to the district championship game at Springfield next week. Um, where we'll be, Dave, is uh, yet to be determined. Um, right. But uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned to our Twitter account and the website. Our coverage continues with our partnership with HavenFootball.net. Make sure to check their site out, HavenFootball.net. More than likely, that crew will go to uh, Springfield High School next week where the Knights um, Academy Park will, will take on uh, the Cougars of Springfield High School. And uh, we, we, um, there'll, there'll probably be another game for us, for, uh, for, for us to handle. So, you know, we'll tweet that out to our listeners and, uh, you know, uh, keeping in with our partnership with the Haven folks, Dave, and, right. and uh, the entire crew. We'll be headed somewhere more than likely next week um, to cover a game. And uh, this was part of our partnership to see it all the way through until the, the, the final Friday in November. So we're happy to do it. We've, we certainly wish we were going to be headed to the district championship game. Um, but no, uh, no matter what, uh, Springfield and AP Academy Park, they're going to get a great game next week, that's for sure. Uh, a tremendous defense in Springfield. And uh, this, this high-flying offense for Academy Park, and they have a great defense as well. So, um, Eric, I'll, I'll hand the mic over to you. Eric, what a great time to join Marple Newtown. Last two years, historic runs, back-to-back semifinal appearances. Yeah, talk about my timing on this. You know, what a great (laughs) two years it's been for me. But, you know, I'd like to thank all you guys back at home, the listeners. It's been great. We had so many listeners last week, and we're going to tally them up tonight, and I'm sure we have a lot tonight. So thank you to all our listeners, and just a great season for Marple Newtown. I can't believe we get to see Anthony Paoletti next year and also Marlon Weathers, two of their best players so there's a lot to look forward to next year's season but this season great season you know you feel for guys like Luke Lazowicki some of our seniors but Carmen Christiana mm-hmm. just to name a few but great season doesn't take away their success Central League champs and uh, we'll see you guys next year thanks a lot thanks to our listeners heading into next year you have Anthony Paoletti he's going to be a senior he just broke the Delaware County passing record in tonight's game as a junior can't wait to see what he has in store next year, especially with a lot of returning players. From me, I want to thank everybody on the crew. Eric, Eric, Josh, Jim, Steve, Larry. Everyone's played a part in making what the Tigers Radio Network does each and every Friday night to bring coverage of Marple Newtown football. You can read more about this game, get coverage throughout the entire 2016 season, listen to an archive of this or any of our broadcasts at MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Follow us on Twitter at MNTigers and at MNAthletics. And for pictures on Instagram at MNTigers. Color commentator Steve Reynolds, sideline reporter Eric D. Pentima, engineer Larry O'Connor, co-executive producer Greg Pecco, head football coach, senior students, and athletic director Chris Gicking, athletic director, Academy Park High School, Jason Voshevsky. Spotter, Josh Starr. Statistician, Eric Kelling. Legal services provided by Phil Press, Esquire of Norristown, Pennsylvania. And executive producer, Jim Alsman. 
I'm Dave DePasqua for the entire broadcast crew. Thank you for listening to the entire season of 2016 Tigers Radio Network on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. Thank you for listening to the Tigers Radio Network, heard exclusively on MarpleNewtownFootball.com. This presentation of the Tigers Radio Network has been brought to you by the Philly Pretzel Factory, Advanced Chiropractic Center, Anthony's at Paxson, DZO Mechanical, the Marble Newtown Football Alumni Association, Gillen and Associates Law Firm, Barnaby's of Havertown, Home and Business Adjustment Company, Rinmar Glass, and Zenith Public Adjusters. Be sure to follow us online at MarpleNewtownFootball.com and on Twitter and Instagram at MNTigers. The Tigers Radio Network broadcasts, both live and archived, are the exclusive property of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated and are produced for the private use of our listening audience. No rebroadcast, in full or in part, is permitted without the express written consent of the Tigers Radio Network Incorporated. The Marble Newtown Football Boosters Club and the Tigers Radio Network appreciate your listenership. Go Tigers! Ideals for